time for Type 40, a Doctor Who podcast from the Spacebook for the Fandom Podcast Network. I'm Dan Hadley, Birmingham's king of the geeks, <laughs> designated driver, which may not be so good when you're shaking with excitement. What is Russell? What's Russell T. Davis doing to us already? What a day. Now, whether you're completely new to the show or a long-standing companion, you'll be uh, happy to learn with the uh, free-speaking and Big thinking show for everyone, where Doctor Who meets common sense. And perhaps, if we're lucky, we'll get in a few more laughs along the way. Who knows? So come and step into our TARDIS. Share this journey together here with us on Type 40. <laughs> yes, Andy, the time rotor, that's barely stopped to rest, hasn't it? <laughs> in between the last huge announcement from Bad Wolf Studios, they announced, didn't they, the name of the actor who will be playing the next Doctor when that... <laughs> Series 14, the full Series 14 airs, whenever that may be. But here we are. We're up to the waist, aren't we? If not the neck, with news, with press releases, with speculation too. And the, the, the faint waft in the air that this is just the beginning, everybody. This is just the beginning. How exciting. <laughs> yes, they're back. And we're, we're going to take stock of all of that. And uh, whatever else that comes up, I have no idea because we're streaming live to several platforms. We're streaming over to the Type 40 Facebook group and Facebook page and onto YouTube, of course, to take your comments later on about everything that's going on in the Doctor Who world. So please, yeah, chip in, add your comments, and there'll be several junctions at some point in the show where we'll come over and have a quick old chat to you. First of all, let's bring in some of uh, some of our friends who are going to gather around. It's a uh, high council of hype, <laughs> I suppose you could say. And uh, first of all, heading the charge, she's back. It's uh, it's my little sister, it's story old girl, Sarah Graham. <laughs> Hello, Hello, everybody. Hello, Dad. What a get your breath back, hours. Get your breath back. <laughs> I know. I don't think it's actually going to stop as well. It wouldn't surprise me <laughs> if more news doesn't break whilst we're live streaming out there. We could, we may have to rely on some of our companions who are watching to break extra stories with us. But how are you? Are you ready? Are you ready to get deep into all of this? I am. I am indeed. I, I, I haven't stopped buzzing beyond excited. Yeah, let's get into this. Ah, well, let's see if Charlotte Shields is buzzing too. How are you? Are you ready for liftoff, Charlotte? Oh, yeah, it's like Russell was like, oh, you guys have just got another one bit of news. Here's some more. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for, everybody. Be careful what you wish for. Speaking of which, yes, he's here. Mr. JT from the Doctor Who Loft. Hello, here we are again. Show three in a week. Amazing, record-breaking. Hello, Spacebookers. Hello, new Spacebookers. You're very welcome. I've seen more of you guys than I have my whole, my own family in the last uh, week or so. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's so much to talk about. To. Nobody else will listen to us, will they, apart from each other? Okay, we've also got joining us again from, from Tasmania, up at the crack of dawn, probably earlier, actually. It's the mighty Matt Pot. Good morning. Oh, yeah. oh. Not, not so much high energy. But... I've just worked, well, I've just woken up and I'm like, I'm, I'm raring to go because I'm waiting to see what all this news is about, all this brand new news while I've been asleep. So, oh. yeah, let's let's find out, eh? Well, you sit back and wait, mate. We'll, we'll uh, break it to you all as gently as we possibly can. Unlike oh, the rabbi it? from another planet who never breaks anything gently, Spiel of Betty, welcome back to Spike Morty. <laughs> That's my line. What's going to be on the cover of Doctor Who magazine? I mean, like, what, you're going to put Scooty or was it Shooty? I call him Scooty. I'm sorry, the C throws me off, right? Yes. Is it going to be Shooty? Is it going to be David Tennant? Is it going to yes. be Wilf? I mean, what's going to be? Who's it going to be? 
Just a short time ago, we found out we've got our new Doctor. Of course, the 14th, maybe 14th Doctor, the next full-time Doctor. We know that's Shooter Gatwa. He's going to be on screen for the duration of whatever Series 14 is going to be. I suppose we'll get more details of that in due course. But for now, Shooty is out of the picture, but somebody else or somebody's else very much are. And it all feels a little like a Saturday evening at 7pm in 2008 suddenly somehow because rumors have been swirling around the vortex for weeks haven't they if not months and we've had universal denials even up until last weekend everybody until until sunday the 15th of may 2022 when the uh, the media center from the bbc issued us with uh, with a statement one of one of their statements the first thing we got a look at is symbols emojis i suppose you could say they are they were they were tweeted out across all the social media platforms and uh, keen doctor who fans as always we we tried to decipher it all didn't we and we 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 started to wonder were they bringing the diamond logo back that kind of thing jt but it turns out it was a lot simpler than that wasn't it <laughs> a lot simpler two hearts plus a diamond um <laughs> the 60th anniversary of course 60th is the diamond anniversary i'm not too up on on all those kind of what what each anniversary means there matter you is that that will double dutch to you as well no, that's just made sense to me now. I had no idea what it meant. I struggle with emojis and and uh, yeah. TikTok talk and all that kind of thing. Anyway, well, I can't just keep up with Tennant, it. Apparently, they did, so, they, yeah. they just opened there for the, the BBC Doctor Who TikTok channel. Oh, I saw that, mate. I saw that. I, there's no way I can do another app. No way at all. So, tell me there isn't. My daughter, that is their social media, right? TikTok is where you get, get and TikTok is the crowd they want. I think it'll still be Doctor Who, but it's I don't think I don't think it's exclusively the crowd they want. I think it's a crowd no, that they no, want no. to add to, and I think the, I think mm -hmm. the, that's coming. I think it's actually happening. I don't think it's going to be exclusively for the kids that use TikTok. Um, right, at all. but no, no, I'm saying that like that demographic, that's the one that Rossi Davis is clearly tapping into. They're using Sorry. social media favor. This is clearly yeah. the route they're going down. They're really. It was very well organized. It came out across everything all at the same time. So we had that graphic with the simple words from Russell T. Davis, too, from his own personal account on Instagram and everything, and the words, they're back. And everybody wondered, well, who could who could they be? But I think one by one, the rest of us, I think we realized, didn't we, who, who they were. And sure enough, David Tennant and Catherine Tate are returning to Doctor Who. And the press release uh, went like this. One of the most loved pairings in Doctor Who's history have reunited and are filming scenes that are due to air in 2023 to coincide with the show's 60th anniversary celebrations. Wait, weird it's, wording. It's very precise. Right. As the Doctor and Donna parted ways when the Doctor had to wipe Donna's memory, making her forget him in order to save her life. He left her family with a warning. If if ever she remembers, she will die. <laughs> that's typical. That's very Russell T. Davis, isn't it? You forget when he's been away from the show for so long how, how huge the stakes always are with him. But uh, with the two coming face-to-face -face once more, the big question is just what brings the Doctor and Donna back together? Incredibly exciting. Great great to see them on screen in these new pictures. Of course it was. There was there's only been the two pictures put out, but they're they're so warm, they're sort of nostalgic, back to back shots. They're I think we used to get them with most episodes, didn't we, Sarah? Well they have yeah, aged, I think, but beautifully so, no, beautifully so. No, but you're very gracefully. No, this this yeah. still look like the characters, you know, they're still very much recognizable. David Tennant played the the tenth Doctor, 
I'm sure that most of you are aware, uh, you have travelling in the TARDIS from 2005, wasn't it? From the Christmas Invasion, his first full appearance mm. all the way up till 2010. Catherine Tate played Donna Noble, firstly in The Runaway Bride, and then throughout Series 4 of Doctor Who. There have been rumours about this pretty much all year, and these two actors have been closely linked to in, throughout all those intervening years since their time as, as regulars on Doctor Who. They're very closely associated with one another. Bringing them back together, it seems like... I don't think it's low-hanging fruit, but I think it's going to be a very, very popular choice. So, Sarah, obviously this is the ear, ear of the show that you hold most dear. How did you react when you first heard this news? Where did you see it? Oh, yeah, I, I'm, I was there... On Twitter, I was waiting <laughs> with bated breath. And how brilliant that the announcements have been like around seven o'clock at what time Doctor Who should be on. Uh, just to share right. with you on Saturday. Yeah, oh, I shrieked. Um, I wasn't surprised about David. Uh, I had a good feeling that I'd be coming back. I was surprised about Donna. And, and really, I shouldn't be because, you know, this is, for a lot of people, this is peak. Doctor Who, but the new home. Just seeing them again, it, it just makes me so happy. I've seen so much love online. And, you know, the, the national treasures, not international treasures, but especially in Britain. I mean, you know, I've had my mum on the phone. My mum is not a Doctor Who fan by any <laughs> means. <laughs> so much interest from non-fans. Like, Tents back, Catherine Tate's back, and there's so much warmth and There's love. a real buzz around this, isn't there? And a, mm-hmm. a, a wall of well of well being and sort of and yeah. generosity and and just sense of of excitement and momentum behind this mm-hmm. already. JT, it's often said now. I, I hear this said a lot that series four of of Doctor Who, you know how successful that whole Russell T Davies era was. That series four was very much the high point of it all. How do you feel about that? And was this the right pairing to bring back if you're going to bring back somebody from that time? I, I would agree that Series 4 was the pinnacle. I mean, that included the almighty week where everybody in the United Kingdom was talking about Doctor Who uh, when the Doctor begins to regenerate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and everybody, everybody was talking about that. I mean, that was a fantastic week to be a Doctor Who fan here in the United Kingdom. So I would agree with Series 4. It's certainly my favourite out of the whole reboot era. It makes sense to bring these two back right now after what's been going on. Um, it's just, it, you, know, I, you know, because they need to bring the public back. It's all well and good for the fans to be analysing everything and scrutinising everything as fans tend to do. But we've got to bring the public back to make this next version work. So um, I'm quite, I'm really excited about this. I think this is the best news that Doctor Who's had for quite some time. There's a duality to it, isn't it? Because you don't only get the Doctor and Donna, who were a very effective combination of characters. But yeah. you get, as, as Sarah said, you get two well-loved performers who have never really been away from the public eye, television and film. I know that the film the film's successes have been variable, but they have very, they've always been visible and they've always been so sort of closely associated with the show. I know the Catherine Tate's uh, sketch show that she was in before Doctor Who was, was a big deal. And yet now I think she is kind of best known for Doctor Who somehow. What do you think, Charlotte? I love these two from Series 4. And I love the chemistry. And I'm definitely looking forward to seeing that again, the dynamic of it. The only thing is, I am a bit nervous about Donna. 
because I actually really loved in her ending yeah. in series four because it was tragic because it was it was sort of heart wrenching that scene when she's literally begging the doctor to not do the memory wipe. I I I just that scene stays with me and sticks with me. So I'm just a little bit like, oh, what they're going to do with that in because they do mention it in the press release as well. So it is going to build do. into Rus- it. Russell talks about it. Yeah, it's gone. So right? that's gone. Well, no, but, that. Russell, that's the thing I do not want to happen. I want Russell to be creative here. I don't want him just to go, oh, Donna's okay now. No, no. What, 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 I, like, what, what I'm relatively convinced they're going to be doing is that this is somehow an alternate uh, Doctor and Donna who have uh, lived on much yes. longer. Right, and uh, are we allowed to talk about any of the other stuff that has not been officially announced, but we all know now? Well, let's come to the rest of it in due course, because we've got a set right. list of things we've got to work our way through. Right. So we've got, uh, yeah, we've got the Doctor, uh, uh, and, we've, and we've got Donna, Rabbi. Right. But obviously, you know, just as Charlotte was saying, some of us are more familiar with these episodes than others. I haven't actually watched the series four episodes in a long time and sometimes i get mixed up what happened in journey's end what happened in the end of time but obviously it did have that sort of tragic bittersweet ending didn't it and and charlotte's quite right i think when you revisit characters like this you could say that the doctor is always the doctor but picking up a character like like donna and clearly showing her later in life i think it's certainly going to be later in in her life would you think they're running a real risk here with with actually reuniting these characters there no, <laughs> not whatsoever. Really? Who cares? Zero <laughs> risk you know a, crea- a creative risk. No, 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 no. not at all. The, only, the, all. only the fans are going to care about any storyline. The public don't give a toss. <laughs> and what we've got unlikely to remember, the are they? Back. You know, so the, the public have got to come back and they know David Tennant, they know Catherine Tate. We're going to get 10 million or more on this. Well, we've got some yeah, worse yeah, Russell I, T. I, I, I think they're going to measure it in, in, in different ways. Because I really think the whole delivery mechanism is going to be totally different. But uh, 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 I think this is going to be bigger than Doctor Who has ever been before. Right? I think it's going to... I really genuinely think he's bringing in that entire crowd that watches sex education. Right? He Basically, he, he, he's, he's going to hook an entirely new audience and he's going to keep them for one episode and he's going to blow their mind. And it's going to be, because, and it will be Doctor Who as well. Because right? Rabbi Russell T. Davis is is a real fan of of television, isn't he? Even right. though television has, up until quite recently, always been seen as a cinema's sort of poor relation, really. Russell's always made uh, no secret of the fact that he watches a lot of television. He watches what we would call quality television, and he watches a lot of trash TV as well. Right. He just likes likes the medium, doesn't he? I think he likes humanity, right? I think I think that that thing that goes through all his work is how much he just loves people, people and people being like not good or bad, just silly. You know, people. That, I, that's really what I love loved about. You know, he created so many families, right? And that and it was just that I, I everybody loves Jackie Tyler, right? If you put Jackie Tyler, I'm saying I'm gonna watch it because why, why wouldn't I? You know, they, they created so many of these. Like, these silly families that are very real and so we all, we all re- relate to. So because he loves humanity, right? And that's what and that's yeah. probably why I think he loves TV. And I the think for a lot of people, for a lot of people, out. Rabbi, that's the success, the lasting success of particularly the char- the character of Donna Noble. Uh, Matt, the Rabbi was just talking about sort of the 
family warmth and family appeal. Do you see that too? How do you feel about this this combination coming back? What are your thoughts? Um, look, I I make no, I don't hide the fact that I'm not a big Donna fan. Um, I kind of felt that that last season was starting to peter off quite a lot. Um, she didn't help, and so you know I was looking forward to the new incoming, you know, doctor and everything. Um, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, uh, to see this back again, I just feel like it's a, like going into the bag of old tricks again. Um, well, it is to an extent, Matt, because it has to be. Yeah, I, I, I know, I know. But I was kind of hoping for some something new. You know, I'm, uh, I just, I'm, I'm just not a huge fan of Catherine Tate. Um, so you, what you're really... saying is this wouldn't be, this wouldn't have been your ideal. No, no. I mean, I can understand. I can understand why they bring David Tennant back yeah. in a heartbeat. You know, I mean, you know, Matt, he loves. I'd have preferred. Sh- I'd have preferred Freeman Regiment to come back as Martha, if truth be told. Exactly. But I do, exactly. I do love what yep. these characters bring. Yep. Yep. Um, I mean, they all have their own their own little variety, don't they, in each season? But I just yeah. never, mm-hmm. ever, it never ever got on to me the whole, the whole Donna and. You know the whole Donna and getting along with the Doctor and everything. To me, I'd just shove her straight out of the airlock as soon as I possibly <laughs> could. So you know, I, it, it's just it's just one of those things that I never ever got on with, and I was so glad to see her gone. Well, think um, about this way: is it kind of like bringing back as we got, as we had in the Five Doctors? So we had the combinations of companions in that. So we had we had John Pertwee coming back with Elizabeth Sladen, and, and whereas I suppose he was more closely associated with, with Joe Grant, wasn't he? This is kind of a similar thing is it potentially if, if this moves on from the original the, the the original finale and and it doesn't it's not something that happened during that season i may be more on board with it um oh so you're quite wary of, of the idea that they I'm, could pick up those storylines and that it may be may uh literally stitch into series four and i'm hoping that Catherine tate has actually learned how to act a bit better Oh, that's um, unfair. So, that is no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. I just, uh, it, she just um, never ever. She grinds your gears. She, she, yeah, she, she, yeah. She, I always call her Shouty McShouty because she just, to me, she just seemed so irritating. And to me, she was like Mel back in the eighties when I was a kid, and I just never ever got onto her. I hate Even to tell I you, Matt, but, but here in the United <laughs> Kingdom, there are actually people like Donna around. Yeah. I know, yeah, I know, like, and I'm not, I'm not mom. arguing with you. <laughs> Look, Catherine Tate was never ever popular here. It's like um, some other other comedians that have been on Doctor Who that we've never ever heard of before. Uh, it just doesn't translate, okay, JT. It just she just doesn't translate to being um, uh, acceptable. I guess is what you could I suppose say. you could say. Mo, it, it, sometimes it's quite a broad performance that she gives. Maybe that's what what he means, JT. Well, I, I, with respect, I don't give a toss. Catherine Tate is huge I. in the United <laughs> Kingdom. The show's home, extremely popular in the United Kingdom, and people are going to watch because there's a magic combination. And of course, a hell of a lot of the public will remember Series Four because it got incredible viewing figures. Everybody was talking about oh, it. Everybody loved the combination here as well. And I think a lot of them will come back now. Um, and and to address the rabbi's point, I think we are going to get that, and hopefully we will get the new ones coming in because they're the ones who are going to have to evolve it in whatever way they want to see fit in the future but i do think that the older members of the public like my mum like you starry my mum's over the moon about this 
Um, absolutely delighted. My mum was telling me yesterday she can't wait to sit down and watch it. And I haven't heard that Aww. since David Tennant left because she's actually got a yeah, that's soon, Tennant. Soon. So, you know, um, she'll be sitting down to watch it. She said, oh, well, watch that. Um, and I think that's I think that's the main selling point here. But mm -hmm. it's interesting in the wording from the um, press release from Russell and uh, BBC Studios and Bad Wolf. I've got they are that filming right scenes. Here. They are filming scenes. Um, it's 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 you know. Well, let's you look can, at you what, look into that any way you want to, can't you? Let's look at what Russell said. So he led with uh, their back, and it looks impossible. So th this is directly referencing. I think some of our concerns. I wish you could come as <laughs> First, we announce a new doctor, and then an old doctor, along with the wonderful Donna. What on earth is happening? Maybe this is a missing story, Matt, or a parallel world, Rabbi, or a dream, Charlotte, or a trick, or a flashback, Sarah. So we've got all those. We've got all those possibilities about where it can go. Because you know, these are the questions that do they sort of race to the forefront of your mind? How's this going to work? Because it, it did seem like such a clean break. And obviously, by raising those sort of stakes, those Russell T. Davis star stakes, that her mind will explode if she meets yeah. the doctor again. What, what, what has he done there, Dan? What has he done in that last paragraph there? You know, he's set fandom off, and that yeah. means yeah. that the profile is raised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very clever. He knows fandom right. so um. <laughs> He's planted all those seeds, hasn't he, Rabbi? So, as a creative man, I bet you're sort of spinning as well, aren't you? Which way is he going to go? Yeah, I mean, I, I yes, <laughs> essentially that's where I am. I, the, uh, there's been a lot of news today. What can I tell you? There's a lot of things that have gone thick and a fast. A lot, a lot. And Russell T. Davies uh, finished by saying, uh, the only thing I can confirm is that it's going to be spectacular as two of our greatest stars reunite for the battle of a lifetime. Those are yeah! very well, those are very well chosen words as well, aren't they, Sarah? Why do you think he so said that precisely? That. Why do you think he's worded it like that? What's that meant to echo for us? That's uh, uh, the promo for the 2005 series with the Chris Eccleston Trip of a Lifetime. I think so too. Uh, adverts that they did. And when I saw that, I, I was just like, woo! <laughs> it, I, I, yeah. I, 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 I forget <laughs> how clever oh, he is, you know? Right. <laughs> Same for battle, it reprograms the, the British public's mm. mind, which is they when they think of Doctor Who, they think of po faith lectures, right? That that that's how at the moment that, that's on. They you said battle of a lifetime. It makes it sound like it's gonna be epic fun uh, mm. uh you know, battle, right? It makes it sound like it's gonna be a tradition. <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, yeah it's not the battle of Ranscore of Cola, some place that you don't care about and never went to exactly. before and never will again. This is the battle of a lifetime. Your lifetime, our lifetimes, is so personal to us. And the characters that we love, we feel the same way about them, don't we, JT? Uh, we do. I mean, I, again, I think because he is a wordsmith and he's very good and he's very good at heightening things and he knows now what fandom's going to go mad and he's very much leading the team on that as well who, who will have yeah. that idea. Um, I mean... It could be anything at all. It could be a hint towards the story. I mean, we, we do know there's more announcements to come. I mean, it's been a hell of a week. A hell of a week. <laughs> we have a massive jigsaw in front of us now. How does this all uh, How does this all lead to shooting? Yeah. Um, and this is the exciting element of it. This is why I'm getting back into it, you know, because I'm just thinking, oh, my God, you know, David Tennant's here with the lovely Catherine Tate. 
and then you see all these things that you're going to put through in the show today and you just think okay for i haven't a clue what's going on again and for me it reminds me very much about 2003 2004 and i'm getting that excitement back again because i want i can't wait to see all this and and it all leads to shooting how's that going to develop and what is this going to be and yeah, but I, you know, I'm I'm old enough and wise enough now to to contain myself to be able to say, well, it's just a telly show at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's awesome. Enjoy it. Enjoy the <laughs> because Rabbi, Rabbi, your kid, your kids. It's been seven days since Ross D. Davis promised not to say anything else until Jody leaves. <laughs> yes, you say that. Uh, well, I think that's. I think there's um, there's reasons for that, isn't there? I mean, we we know last week we covered in the reaction show to Shooty last week. We know that that was going to be leaked by a, a leading paper on the Monday with photos mm -hmm. of Shooty at the Baftas. So they were going to break that. So they they had to get in there before them. And after today, there's no way you could have kept that secret. There's no way. In, yeah, it's it's in the middle of London. Not. It's not going <laughs> to. It's not going to go yeah. unnoticed. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you could be right. I mean, I, I look at this news that's broken and it seems like the most obvious thing to do in the world. But I have to say, I, I fell for it when just over a week ago, David Tennant said, well, he said this. Right. <laughs> do you all know where I'm going with uh, this? Yeah. Some of you do. Okay, there are whispers because Russell Davies, Russell T. Davies is coming back to Dr. This was in I France at a convention just last and weekend. And a little birdie told me, yes, he was bringing you with him. Uh -huh. Who's that little birdie called the internet? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. The thing about this, I've been asked a version of this question for the last 20, for the last 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I've learned through bitter experience that there's not any point even answering it because whatever I say is spun by whoever wants to hear it. So there's no point in me denying it. There's no point in me confirming it. There's no point in me fudging it. Whatever I say will become whatever the internet wants it to be. <laughs> I mean, mm -hmm. it's a pretty, it would be quite a weird idea. Of course. And it's not something that you would necessarily expect no. from Doctor Who. So that's all I can, I'm not going to try it. <laughs> What's the point? Uh, well played. Yeah, he did play that incredibly well. I wouldn't say it was a poker face, but it wasn't far off. And yeah. whilst I, go on, sorry, sorry Rabbi. I was gonna say he could be an actor. He, he really, he really sold that. <laughs> he did. Isn't, isn't it nice though to be able to say there's actors coming back into Doctor Who now? I'm enjoying every minute of that. Oh, yes, it really is. <laughs> it is. I think we should go back. and check out what our companions who are who are listening and watching along to this live on YouTube and Facebook have got to say about the prospects for David Tennant and Catherine Tate coming back. Is it just us that are happy in our little bubble? What's everybody out there in the vortex got to say? Let's come find out. Okay, yes, we have a thriving chat full of companions and friends here adding their, their bits and pieces, or their pieces and their bits, about the latest Doctor Who news. Let's see who's here. God, it's, there's a lot of messages. Good to see you all. Thanks for joining in. What have we got first? Okay. We have lots of hellos and highs from people. It's always good to see people being so, so friendly and good to see one another, as well as good to see us. Good evening, everyone, says Robert Payne. Hiya, Robert. You okay? And uh, we've got Leo. Hayes and Hayes and eyes and hails and all that kind of thing. 
Uh, we've got Digby Strawbridge. He says, good evening, Spacebook. Good evening. Lovely people Hi, in the chat. Just wanted to say, can't stay, but way hey. Ten and Donna are back. That is largely, I think, what the general public are saying too. I've, I've had several phone calls, just like you, Sarah, you know, several phone calls from family and friends who haven't mentioned Doctor Who to me in years, saying, is this true? David Tennant's going to say the Doctor Who. <laughs> and it, of course, the, the, the news was uh, well received yesterday because it broke the Doctor Who site, broke the internet is the expression, because yeah. you couldn't get on it for ages. And then this morning, the BBC announced that that story was the number one read uh, story of the weekend. Wow. Well, that's wow. For, that's exactly what happened to me because I got a message. I got a text from this one saying, Dan, there's going to be an announcement at seven right. o'clock. Yeah. So I tried to get on. I got onto the to social media and I saw that something was breaking, hit the link to go through to the story. And all I had was sort of web address unavailable. It had completely gone down. And I don't think I could access it for 15, 20 minutes, something like that. It was it was a long, long time. Robert Payne says, oh, the symbols all make sense now. Yeah, the symbols make sense. The two hearts of a Time Lord, everybody. A Time Lord. Um, the diamond, obviously for diamond, but it, last week it was uh, a straight box, if you like, for the TARDIS, but it's been revolved now. Yes. Um, and let's hope there's more diamond stuff on the way, shall we? Hint, hint. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, graphic <laughs> design people. <laughs> uh, what are oh, the clocks, that? says Peter Harrington. I need to get a close-up. numbers of them. Uh, yeah, we've we've got uh, yeah lots of people talking about social media and yes, yeah, so I think some are keener on social media than others. I'm, I refuse to do TikTok. Uh, Carol Jude, hiya, Carol. I thought of you when this story broke. I know you're a massive fan of David Tennant. David Tennant. Okay, my cringe Instagram post is finished. Hello again, and they look smashing. I think they look smashing as well. They look both look very Hello, very Carol. well. Uh, it's the. Uh, Aidan McGear says, it's the anniversary spe special is being made for me. Tenth Doctor and Donna. Yes, they are. They're back. I thought it was going to... I thought it was going to make waiting for the new series harder. Again, mm -hmm. says says Robert Payne. Uh, Jamie Knight says, normies are interested. The youth are interested. Clever man, that Russell T. Davies Absolutely, too. Jamie. He knows what he's doing. And that's because, as, as, as Dan mentioned earlier, he watches everything. He's very well aware of what's popular and what isn't popular at the moment. It's the isn't popular bit that I'm interested to see how he reacts to. <laughs> Problem beings watching along as well. Hiya, mate. He says, rumour has it, there might even be an early episode before the 60th. I think they're going to tease it, just like you said, Rabbi. I think they're going to they're going to seize the fact they've got a TikTok, Facebook account, YouTube channels. I think we could get minisodes and things like that. What do you think? I told you, I, thought, I think we're getting the, the, the TikTok adventures. I really think that's going to happen. <laughs> I don't think it'll be immediate. I think, um, obviously, we'll know more from January 2023 as to what the plans are and stuff like that, because they are well ahead of schedule as to what they told us they were going to do. And that's probably because of press mm -hmm. reasons and the fact that they've started filming due to commitment reasons from actors, uh, I would imagine. Um, I, I think it's going to be clever. I think it's going to be interesting, but I can't see them actually doing anything uh, while they're filming, if that makes sense. No, it's going to be a long time. Pod Racing Palpatine says, hello there. Hello there, Palpatine. Good to see you. Aidan McGear says, uh, the night that cliffhanger happened in 2008, that's yeah. the one you were talking about, JT, we mm -hmm. were off in the night for a boat over to Manchester for holiday. Then we went to Cardiff and Tredegar House, past yeah. Cardiff Bay. Oh, yes, yeah. and the Doctor Who mm -hmm. exhibition. Yeah, it's going to bring back a lot of memories for people, isn't it, Sarah? Oh, yeah, it's... I, it's just a really, you know, after all the 
rubbish that's gone off like these past four or five years just to have this sense of excitement and um, you know more you know the the majority of people seem if not happy then at least willing to talk about you know we're back to sort engaged i'm like, um, um, well yeah one the engagement and two just amicable discussions it's like people have kind of put down their arms and things like ten and donna and you know who else we're going to mention in just a moment everyone just went crazy and it's just really nice to see finally these divisions already starting they are melting yeah. aren't they yeah. i've yeah. really noticed that in the last few days well i hope so because i haven't yet but that's another episode mm -hmm could be where i mean i've yeah it could be wherever you look and where, whatever time of day you happen to go online cyber matt strike said it was sad as it reversed donna's character growth so again we're, we're back at what happened in 2008 and this could be a way of i mean maybe the character has has grown some more but in a different direction matt you may like 50 year old donna a lot more than you did 30 something year old donna that's very true and i'm not i'm not writing it completely off hmm. I'm, it's yeah. just the fact that i'm you know it, <laughs> It's just the fact that at the time I was not a fan. Yeah. Um. So you know, and that's probably that's for me that was the weakest part of David Tennant's run. I know it's the strongest point for a lot of people. Oh yeah. But, yeah. You know, it's 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 just the fact that you know I remember not horses liking courses, that mate. era. Yeah. Horses but, I mean, for I, courses. Exactly. Peter and I mean, I... Peter Harrington says it's a joyful day in the fandom again, again, again. Yes, and another one. And problem yeah. being says just. Bring uh, back Jackie. Bring back Jackie. Yeah. I, oh, no, I, I, I completely agree. Uh, Peter Harrington says Doctor oh. Who equals family joy, Rabbi. Your kids grew up watching Doctor Who as well, didn't they? Just like mine. Does this yeah, I mean, bring that, back... That's the other point. Like, one of my favourite parts of my life was watching the, you know, the revived Doctor Who with my kids. It's so much yeah. fun, right? Mm -hmm. It's so insanely fun. But now those same kids, when they see again, they see it on TikTok, they see it on the... They see it wherever they, yeah, it's going to go to where they are. And they're going to see somebody there. They're going to see Shooty. They're going to go, yeah, okay, I'll give that a try. It, I think it's going to be bigger than ever. <laughs> I really do. I think it's going to be huge. It's not impossible, is it? Who found dances? I loved how Russell mellowed Donna and how she is improved by being with the Doctor and then it's all taken away from her. So this this clearly still has stayed with people, hasn't it, Sarah? Just the same way it stayed with you. Mm -hmm. Lots of the comments that we've got from people watching and listening along are saying, reliving those moments and sort of <laughs> connecting again with how it made them feel back then. Strength of great writer, yeah, isn't it? it? Good character, it was, isn't it? it was, yeah, but it's a mark of that. You know, it's a mark of the performances. It, you know, it was truly tragic because we just had that jubilant moment would save the earth again we'd got a packed tardis with all our favorite characters and everything seemed so wonderful you know rose got a version of the doctor that made it you know a certain camp happy but it didn't detract from the rest of it and then all of a sudden tragedy strikes and poor donna and then the doctor's just left alone again it was just oh god yeah but you it, see that's, that's... my mind because i've been re-watching it and yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. She didn't I mean the Donna we see in series four is completely different to how she was in the Runaway Bride because yeah, I agree, Matt. She was very abrasive in that, and I do think she did develop 
you know, over the course of them. Considerably, so. didn't she? Well, she was, Lord... she was rewritten in the writer's tale. He he says, mm -hmm. Sarah, that he he had to rewrite her to suit a series because you, you know she was yes. supposed to be a one-off and she was supposed to be that very bolshy yeah. character, but that wouldn't have sustained an audience for fourteen no, episodes. No. So they had to change her, and then and then Catherine changes her performance to suit the writing. But you know, you see, that's what um, you can say. What you've just outlined there is what science fiction drama is about, and that's what Doctor Who used to do. Laura Valert is watching and says that uh, watching this back now, that clip we had of David Tennant there, mm -hmm. watching this back now, knowing what we know, it seems kind of obvious now. It does, doesn't it? You can even see the twinkle in his eye. But I just think he loves yes. being amongst Doctor Who fans and loves being associated with the show, JT. Mm -hmm. Russell, David. yeah, oh, oh, oh David. Um, well, yeah, yeah, probably, but it's a, it's a, another paycheck as well, isn't it? So let's let's be yeah. honest about that one as well. It's probably getting him from A to B when it comes to his schedule. I didn't hear that. Aaron Simpson says, "Finally, I can watch. I can watch." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Finally, I can watch Doctor Who again, and we've got blast from the past. Says, "Good news at last." Uh, me is happy, adds Laura. So, yeah, people people are very, very happy about this. Heather Sulu. Hi, Heather says, so many quirks to see returning in new Doctor Who. And people leaving just emoji answers in the spirit of those uh, those releases that we've had there from the BBC official account. And Garbage. Hi, Garbage says, not only is Ten and Donna back, but publicity is back. This is how you get yes. people to watch a show. That was actually tweeted um, out at some point today. There was a, a really quite from some of the in, in in the media. The past seven days have marketed the show better than the past five years. Yeah, I can't argue I with that. I can't argue with that at all. So yes, keep the comments coming. We'll uh, we'll be looking in on you guys again later on. But yeah, now we're going to refresh our memories again with more talk of David Tennant and, and Catherine Tate. Yes, so we're David Tennant. Who is David Tennant? <laughs> well, of course, this actor has uh, rarely been off screen, really, for the last 25 years. Back in the mid-90s, he was the star of a BBC series called Taking Over the Asylum. This was, yeah, 1994, yes. that was. And he gradually made more and more appearances, working his way up in between lots of Royal Shakespeare performance, Royal Shakespeare Company performances, and lots of radio too. So this is an actor who was uh, grinding, I think the expression is grinding. And since uh, since leaving Doctor Who, of course he did those three seasons. Since leaving Doctor Who, David Tennant has appeared in multiple TV series too, stuff like Good Omens, Around the World in 80 Days, pretty recently. Of course there was, there was Broadchurch too. And he recently won a national television award for playing the, the serial killer, Dennis Nilsson in Dares. So he's done a bit of everything really. I don't think there's anything that David Tennant can't do. Uh, Catherine Tate, since she left Doctor Who back in 2000 and, 2009, really, wasn't it? Tate's appeared in other sitcoms. The uh, the Office, The American Workplace, Big School. She's got her own show that's just dropped from Netflix too called Hard Sell, which is something that she's co-wrote where she plays multiple characters in that, I understand. Have you managed to catch that yet, JT? I've watched the first couple, yes. Yeah, it's one of those... One of those higher concept comedies, I suppose. Now, it, shows like that don't it's always ambitious. work for me. But yeah, they are a little too ambitious and it can stretch most performers because you always know. And to be honest, this is why I never really connected with Catherine Tate's sketch show because you always knew it was her. And I, 
yeah, it, it either works or it doesn't. I don't know. But I, I have enjoyed her in lots of other things. She's done a fair amount of drama too. Wasn't there something called the Bad Mother's Handbook, which is pretty much straight drama. She was in early an early episode of Men Behaving Badly. Lots of things that she's done over the years. David Tennant, of course. I mean, to the British public, I can't speak for how he's how he's received in the, in America. I think Matt Smith, mate may just have the edge but i'd say that of the certainly the new series doctors david tennant even all these years on he is very much the doctor the figure that the silhouette and his take on the character his look it's who the british public still associate most i think with with doctor who what do you think sarah yeah i absolutely agree um yeah i i do that Probably Matt Smith had the bigger profile just at what time it hit America. And of course, it was in. Um, oh, go on. That, when the it Marvel first got onto Netflix, Jessica, wasn't it? Jessica Jones. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah. you know, that would have raised his profile. But yeah, here, yeah, he's a. He's just the face of Doctor. And, and just TV, you know, you know, he presents, you know, children in need, comic relief. He's. He's, uh, he's, he's he's never off our telly, is he really? <laughs> and and that's brilliant. It, it it's lovely to have that character. That you know, the oldies like you know, my nan, bless her. You know, he was always her favourite. You know, the kids like him, women like him, men like him, the fans like him, the normies like everybody likes him. And it's everybody does seem very, to like him. And, and those shows popularity that kind of breadth of appeal and those shows that they have literally stretched right across he, he was also the voice of i think he was the voice of scrooge mcduck in the recent ducktales yes, animation he too <laughs> he was voted believe it or not rabbi the coolest man on tv in 2007 really? as part of a radio time survey and in 2015 he received a national television award for special recognition to television so really he's kind of tv royalty serious right isn't he of course I'm right. He's a bit of a big deal. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. I'd say so. Where I mean, his, his, his film career never, ever really took off. I mean, he had that, you know, I think he was in Fright Night and a he couple of Fright other Night things. Remake, yeah. I, I'm aware of him doing more than just Scrooge McDuck for the voiceover. And people actually s seeked him out for those roles because they really liked the way he performed. And I mean, uh, but, you know, I, I think... Um, I think he pretty much uh, the the movie roles and that probably haven't been happening much to him in the last ten years since he left Doctor Who. You know, well, he has been busy with television. Well, he that's what I'm saying. He, he just seems to be just seems to be more of a television actor. Maybe he feels comfortable in in in, in, so. in television rather than film. I he's don't had, know. He's but... had a family as well, hasn't he, to help raise? So, well, that too, I think yeah, I think but... that's what it is. I think he chose. Yeah where his priorities were going to be. Obviously, I think if Fright Night had been better received, the blockbusters, that may have happened for him. There's been various points where people have sort of petitioned for him to play, for example, the Riddler in the Batman movies and, and things like that, where people really get behind him for these, for these huge roles that can send people up to the next level, the way that Karen Gillan found playing, playing Nebula in, in Guardians of the Galaxy there. But I think generally, I think, I think his family values... And the fact that you know he does love stage work so much, he can. I'd say going out on a limb, he can probably choose the work that he takes by now. I'd say he's in a in a very unique position where he can probably pick the roles that interest him the most, be them on the on the stage 
or the screen. Looking across at Catherine Tate, she's 52, and uh, she was born at Catherine Jane Ford, and stage name's Catherine Tate, and she's won numerous awards for her work on her own sketch show, The Catherine Tate Show, and she was nominated for an International Emmy Award and seven BAFTAs too. She joined Doctor Who initially for that one-off, didn't she, as Donna Noble, back in The Runaway Bride, opposite Tennant. I think he'd only been in the role for one season at that point. And yeah, then she was brought back due to that. Uh, I think it was brought, she was brought back mainly because Russell T. Davis had written a very similar character in Partners in Crime. And it was their sort of pipe dream to, to get Catherine Tate back. They thought she'd never do it. And then word got around through the sort of interview she gave to the press. They asked her, well, why haven't you gone back to Doctor Who? Would you ever? And I think her answer was always, well, they've never asked me. And she still, up until quite recently, you know, people asked her about the anniversary. She was still giving that answer. Now, well, nobody's asked. If they do, I'd say yes. But during her time in, in the TARDIS there, she uh, she faced the Adipose, didn't she? The Sontarans and that, that, that giant wasp, Matt. Do you remember that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Agatha Christie, that's actually my least favourite out of that whole buzzing, buzzing that series. <laughs> it's, it's, I know everybody loves it, but I just like, no. No, it's like I, I, I kind of think it's a bit um, – that that was Russell T. Davies' um, bit of fan wank, I think. <laughs> so just that one episode because I know that uh, I, I – yeah. I, <laughs> but other than that, you know, uh, the others were fine. <laughs> they they love working together, these two. There was the tour of Much Ado About Nothing, which I, I didn't go and see that, but I know plenty of people who, uh, who listen to the show have, you know, because they talk about it quite a lot. And recently there was a really funny skit when David Tennant went to the premiere of her Nan movie. Nan was a breakout character, wasn't she? One of the big characters from Catherine Tate's sketch show. She's just turned it into a film and Tennant was there at the premiere and they did a little bit of a skit between them. I don't think he's actually in the film, but I think he's turned up in various specials that she's done over the years. Mm -hmm. So there's a real, a real camaraderie, a genuine friendship there, I think, Rabbi. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. They, they, they've hung out a lot and... They're always in each other's big finish things. So if that if that means yeah. from home a lot of the time. But uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, no, you know that. I think, I think a a a, thing, a a big part in getting both of them back was getting the other one back. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think he, they they basically said, David, who would you like most? And people probably said uh, Catherine. I disagree. I think it's down to Russell writing a script that happens to have the Tenth Doctor and Donna in it, and he's gone to both of them as his friends and said, "Would you do this?" I don't think he, I don't think David would have been said, "Choose which one you want." Uh, whatever Russell's done here, there's a plan, uh, and he's been planning it now since before last year when we knew BBC Studios were going in to look at Doctor Who, uh, and they they started to. And he's he's had this idea of what the story's going to be. I mean, we haven't finished yet. The announcements that have come in the last week, they're not they're not finished. They're not over. Um, and I think we should all brace ourselves for, for more surprises and more excitement, because what if this is part of a massive story for the 60th? It's the 60th anniversary of the longest running science fiction series in the world. I very doubt they're just going to give us a 90 minute episode. Yeah. No, I get I mean, I really hope they do like animated stuff with older doctors. Wouldn't that be wonderful? It I think they need be. to concentrate really on getting the feature sort of stuff first. To get it successful yeah. before they start spinning off on that. I mean, this is what this is what you know. I I I feel I'm quite grounded because fans go off on all these little tangents, blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. I just get the bloody public watching, and then worry about all your tangents. But this is the start of the universe. The yeah, I agree. Press release 
they're being very careful, just like you said, Rabbi, they're being very careful in how they word that filming scenes. They haven't announced that David Tennant is leading this. They've worded it very, very specifically. So for all we know, this is a component part. It could could end up being that the action is distributed quite evenly. You know, we've got no way of knowing. And the weight is going to be absolutely excruciating. I suspect that the uh, the big finish sets that the two of them have recorded together may do really, really well in the time in between mm-hmm. as people realise perhaps they'll put them on, on BBC Radio. Maybe they're up on Spotify, I don't know. Some of the big finish stuff is up there for free at the moment. I can't remember. I've lost track of which but is available. Could this be like a Dimensions in Time sort of thing mm-hmm. happening? It could be I'd absolutely so. anything, Matt. This could be the Dark Dimension. It could be Dimensions in Time. It could be... It, I mean, Russell said in his, in his statement there that, we, that we've just read out, this could be absolutely anything. But the, the, whatever journey he's about to take us on leads to shooting. The uh, the breadcrumbs, I suppose, between the the era that's just coming to a close of Doctor Who and the one that may come in the future, led, led by Shuti Gatwa. I think the possibilities for a clean slate obviously greatly appeal to the majority of the fan base, <laughs> old and young. And I think that I think potentially. The general public would get on board with that too, because I, I maintain that the the general public really want to get on board with this show. There's, there's still a residual amount of affection for Doctor yeah. Who out there. They want to be given reasons. They, they actually want to be given reasons to watch it again. I think, Rabbi. Maybe Tennant and Catherine Tate. Yeah, like, well, I, like I, I mean. I think one of the reasons it did so well in 2005 is. It was on and people were kind of curious and it looked cool and contemporary and it wasn't embarrassing, right? It was just like, it was like, well, we didn't expect that. You know, it was, uh, 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 and, and, yeah, it was very, very British, right? It was very, very proud to be British. Lots of red London buses and London Eye and, you know, okay, like, and I don't think it makes you feel good, especially I think wait, wait, it's the Queen's Jubilee coming up. Is it like next year or this year? This year. It's, it's, it's in two weeks' year. time. Everything that, that Russell Davis wanted to tie, get that kind of like jingoistic British smiley atmosphere going, right? That I mean, that's what I think he would want to do. Well, it was certainly a time where Britain was united in its love for Doctor Who. There was, there was something about about this time. It felt like it was the biggest show on TV, and to be fair. It probably was, Matt. Is that how you felt about it in Australia as well, obviously, because Doctor Who's been oh, airing but... there since almost as long as it's been in existence. Was the Russell T Davies era as, as huge there as it was here? It was massive. Like, it was huge. It got to the point where, um, and this this is actually before Game of Thrones and all this sort of thing happened, but um, Doctor Who... We didn't get Doctor Who for like the, uh, for six months after it initially had been released in in the UK, and at that time people were downloading and you know getting it from elsewhere. I and didn't so, the gap had been that long. yeah, oh, it was a massive gap, and uh, it continued to be so through the next series with David Tennant. But people were still getting a hold of this, and the ABC, who was showing this at the time. Um, they knew what they had, and they they couldn't stop the viewers. They, there was some there was something with the BBC not allowing them to do like to show it at the same time. But during season uh, series three, uh, the ABC 
pretty much got it. I think it was a week um, difference between when it was broadcast in the yeah. BBC and when it was broadcast. So there know, was here. a real momentum behind it, and the broadcaster recognised that and, and fed into it, and it just got bigger and bigger and bigger. Ever so, there was, n- there's never ever been. I mean, we had merchandise, everything which had, which had never happened before, you know, um, and they couldn't keep up with the merchandise. It was that popular. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, adiposers were impossible to sell. I had to buy mine from eBay, you know. They were just like, uh, just, you just could not, they just could not yeah. nail down the um, merchandise, you know. But eventually Matt, Matt, it can, became... Can I ask you? Yep. I want to ask you, when they started do, doing the action figures, did you intend to say, because I, 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 I did this, like, when, I, did you intend to just buy them all, right? And then it just, they just made <laughs> so many of them, you couldn't... Well, you know what? Yeah, it was crazy. We... I'm like, yeah, I'll probably do about 10, 20. I'll get them They all. were very selective with the action figures. It was only a little... They only ever had a particular... Well, we never had something that big, ever. But um, they always had a... We, the thing is, they couldn't keep it on the shelves. So you had to be there on the day when it was released. <laughs> so so really whenever was. I walked exactly in the, got something. Exactly the same here. They used to have, I think there was a midnight release for one figure in particular. But yeah, the, yep. the shops were full of them. That uh, the, the lozenger style logo, that was absolutely everywhere. And that, and that golden packaging, that was absolutely mm-hmm. unmistakable, wasn't it, JT? You know, you're a big collector. Just, just seeing that. I'm not a big fan of that logo, but put it together with that packaging. And it, there's this huge swell of nostalgia, which I'm sure the return of Catherine Tate and David Tennant is going to is going to sort of connect with that for the people for the people who were kids too at that time, and they're going to be there for for the 60th anniversary and get their sort of first buzz of of the kind of feeling that older fans that people in their late teens and early 20s got in the early 80s when the Five Doctors. Were. Maybe. <laughs> okay, we've got uh, yeah. So yeah, we've everything. Uh, everything old, maybe maybe new again. Everything comes back into fashion, I suppose, doesn't it? Eventually, but uh, yeah, I'm really really excited about this. And David Tennant is an actor that I I've enjoyed pretty much everything that I've ever seen him in. To be honest, some more so than others, obviously. But he's. A, uh, I expect that he may do something un- un- unexpected with the 10th Doctor, it may well develop in in some way because as Russell's tease, you know, it could be any one of those things. This could be a flashback. It could be an alternative version of the same character. Where are we going to, where are we connecting with this character again? Is he from the Time Lord of Victoria's time or has he been recreated by the TARDIS or the Time Vortex itself? I think the possibilities for it well, could go it, absolutely it, it, anywhere. There's an in, interesting tidbit that somebody pointed out on one of the non-official pieces of information, where where uh, uh, where one can see see, see a TARDIS. Are, are you okay with talking about this or not? We have some pictures and we have some okay, video right. to look at I, in a little while. So yeah, we're going to get okay, into that right. in a short while. <laughs> yeah, I, I have my I have my thoughts, and I think that um, if if I was a, a betting man, I'd say that it is going to be something very conceptual. Because although we know very little about the centenary special that's coming later this year, we do know because of the we know what Chris Chibnall does. You know, we've some of us been unfortunate enough to see Flux, and 
So I think when it, when that appears, that centenary special, that's going to be another, it's the biggest thing that's ever happened in the universe. It's going to be a similar sort of, a similar story that we've had before. Calamitous, huge stakes, planets exploding for no reason. Who knows what's going on? At the, we're told that the stakes are going to be high, but we're not going to remotely feel it. It's just going to be very, very flashy, very, very loud, very choppy and not make a lot of sense. Whereas I think what they're going to do with with this, and I think that's another reason why we look at Russell's language using that word lifetime again. I think it's going to be full of spectacle and big in that sense, but I think the stakes could actually be quite personal for the Doctor. Maybe it's the Doctor's own life. Maybe he's not going to save a planet or the universe or the whole time vortex, the whole of creation. Maybe this time it could be about saving the Doctor's own life from a point where, where the Doctor is in crisis somehow in between regenerations I suppose we've got a year and a half to wait to find out all of that I, I can't imagine some of it's bound to leak but I don't really want to know anybody anybody who wants to send me spoilers please please don't <laughs> right it's um, it's time I think to um, to shuffle off to our own parallel dimension that's filled with unmissable geeky talk and amazing analysis courtesy of all our friends on all the other shows across the fandom podcast network and we'll be back here in a moment for more about all of that and some more of this thank you for listening we hope you're enjoying this podcast we'd like to continue to feed your ears by inviting you to listen to these other great shows on the fandom podcast network it starts with our flagship show culture clash discussing the latest in entertainment pop culture Blood of Kings, Immortals Take Notice, our show covering the entire Highlander universe. Couch Potato Theaters, where we celebrate our favorite movies. Time Warp, the fandom flashback podcast discussing a year in movies and our favorite retro movie and TV pop culture topics. Good Evening, discussing all things Alfred Hitchcock. Union Federation, our Star Trek and Orville show. Hair Metal, the 80s and early 90s rock metal podcast. Type 40, our show covering the time-traveling Doctor Who universe with host Dan Hadley. Lethal Mullet, an 80s and 90s action film podcast with host Adam P. O'Brien. Also check out the Lethal Mullet Network for more great podcasts. What a Piece of Junk, a Star Wars podcast with hosts Scott, Derek, and Nathan. Making Treks, a Star Trek podcast, a deep dive into the final frontier with host Mark Newbold and Adam P. O'Brien. And check out our newest shows, the Fandom Show, our monthly fandom podcast network live YouTube exclusive show about the month's hottest topics in fandom, and the FPN True Believers MCU podcast discussing the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the related Marvel television and streaming MCU universe, including the connections to the original Marvel comics. You can find the Fandom Podcast Network on several platforms. Please subscribe to the Fandom Podcast Network YouTube channel to receive notifications of new podcast episodes and live events. You can enjoy all of the Fandom Podcast Network audio podcasts on our master feed at fpnet.podbean.com. The Fandom Podcast Network is on all major podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts and iTunes. You can find the Fandom Podcast Network on Facebook. You can email us at fandompodcastnetwork at gmail.com. You can also find the Fandom Podcast Network on Instagram at Fandom Podcast Network and on Twitter at FanPod Network. Thank you for listening and remember, respect others and enjoy your fandom.
David Tennant and Catherine Tate are coming back to Doctor Who and we're all abuzz. Let's get back into it with some, uh, some exclusives that have broken today. This has been all over social media. Lots of keen casuals and dedicated fans, Doctor Who fans, have been there because obviously the reason why they, they announced all this is because mm -hmm. Catherine Tate and David Tennant are actually out there and at large, aren't they? On the streets, mm -hmm. sort of, <laughs> albeit in closed off areas, JT. They're actually filming right now, aren't they? And in the 21st century, it's impossible to keep something secret, isn't it? Absolutely, especially when you're filming in Camden, which for those outside of uh, the UK is, is, is basically attached to central London. And it's a hugely popular residential and socialising area. So there's no way that they could film in anywhere of that area and, and keep it a secret. So that's why it was released yesterday. Yeah, so apparently... Where my had... Who is it? What? Where your old yeah, school where... was? Yes, well, my old school was. I had to get, I had to get I got to Camden Town. Yes, so areas of Camden Town have been closed off by, by Bad Wolf and they have particularly, yes, they, they've been filming in one particular establishment. It's called Cyberdog, which is some sort of some sort of cafe or, or restaurant yeah. or something. I'm not quite sure what it is. But we have, yeah, Doctor Who fans and just people with a smartphone who knew that something was going on. They've been there at the scene and they've been, they've been uh, snapping snapping pictures of the Doctor Who cast members. I mean, firstly, we have, uh, we have the Doctor himself here, David Tennant, looking, well, the firstly, as a, as a fan who was immensely frustrated by the man's hair in Day of the Doctor, it's fantastic to see that they've actually managed to recreate his quiff as it was at the height of his time as the Doctor. Yeah, he's copied your look, Dad. <laughs> I, he, he, I know I keep saying this. He's quite, I had the quiff first, everybody. I had the quiff first. So yes, here, here, he, here he is looking. I think he's out for a stroll there in between takes rather than actually yeah. being the Doctor there, but in, in the familiar suit, but the not-so-familiar coat. It's uh, a blue version of the... Now, of the is that coat, coat part of the costume, or is he just wearing it? Over his it looks like part of the costume to me. It's the same cut as his original one. It does look like yeah, I, right. I, yeah. I really like it. Yeah, it works well because he's also got the mm -hmm. platinum tie, which I don't think will be anything to do with our celebrations this year, but I, I like to think it is. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I do not think this is the regular 10th Doctor. No, I don't. I, I still I still think Better Crisis myself. I... Oh, but again, that's going to alienate the public. They won't remember all that. I, I, don't I, they, I don't think they would. I don't think they would reach for two old storylines at the same time. I think they would either do the Metacrisis Doctor, or a continuation the of the character, or a continuation of the character that would connect with Donna. So I think they're quite clearly going for the latter this time. But maybe they'll save them up for the seventieth anniversary. I don't know. Oh God! Can you imagine that? Having been sat there, Camden, like having a coffee or a sandwich or something, and suddenly David Tennant walks past like he's not even aged. Yeah. With yeah, that haircut yeah. in that suit, you just feel like, wow. Sideburns, very much presence, yeah, along with the quiff. And I love the fact they've given him the the slightly darker coat. It reminds me of when they traded up McCoy's coat for the for the brown one. Matt, do you remember that when it went from cream right, to green? Right, right, yeah. <laughs> Little touches like that. It also harkens back. It reminds me of uh, of things like Lord of the Rings, where I've got Gandalf reappears, doesn't he? As uh, slightly slightly more spruced up as Gandalf the White once he's yeah. <laughs> when he's brought back to life so maybe maybe there's something in that too I'd have liked to have seen him in a bright white suit actually JT <laughs> well 
No, but I think the, the whole thing about this, um, I mean, this is exciting. You know, I mean, this is the first time I've been excited in many, many years on this, sh you know, in this show, you know, um, about seeing these pictures, about them being out and being filming again. Um, and, and to look like it's it's been thought about again and, and there's a bit of style to it. So uh, yeah. it's lovely to see these pictures, although part of me is also saying, I don't want to know anything. Yeah. I don't want to know oh, everything I, I that they're out there doing. Sorry, I you keep fading out. I can't okay. say that again. Uh, 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 TARDIS spotters. Which TARDIS is this? Because Noel on the TARDIS I was saying this is Joda's TARDIS. It is. It's the latest version that they've used, um, mm. which is quite... It's a lovely box, so why not use it if it's going to save a little bit of money and it's serviceable? Mm. But it is. You can tell by the oh, ridges underneath the police box uh, yes. uh, sign in each of the uh, four pillars. This is definitely the... This I is don't this mind, as long this, as it, it, they okay. don't use that interior. <laughs> this is definitely... Well, she's not in it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is definitely the well, Jodie Whittaker-era TARDIS that we're seeing out here on location with these scenes. Obviously, it's, a, it's physically smaller than the box that, would have, that they used throughout the Russell T. Davies era, and there are those, those telltale markers, as you said, JT. There are little details that mark it out. It's definitely the same box, and... Whilst I'm, I've got to be honest, I'm a little disappointed to see any of this, of the disastrous Jodie Whittaker era making it through, even to the 60th anniversary. I, I think my gut instinct is telling me that this is probably it. Obviously, Jodie Whittaker at the moment, she's heavily pregnant. She, she may film something in the future. So you know, they've got 18 months to put this entire thing together if they wish. But something about this tells me that her, her TARDIS is there because she is not she that th this will be the only thing of the outgoing era that remains and that this is the the thing that that takes us from that you know era, the shooty gatwick era jt you know what dan let's have a heated debate about that i don't think they do have 18 months to do it i think this is very much the start a, a I mean, window a window of time they have a they window do, yeah because time. this is obviously leading i mean we know that um well we we assume JT, I'd like to believe she's not going to be in it at all. I, I really yeah. I, I we, we don't believe that's first, true. We assume that Shooty's first series is going to be in March 2024. So if they get this um, this 60th anniversary stuff out of the way, it leads to him, doesn't it? So he's got to start filming end of this year, at least. You could say that this represents... The bridge. The real Doctor taking control of the TARDIS <laughs> that's been so so badly piloted over the in recent years. But yeah, there are some there are some fantastic images. And I've always liked the look of that TARDIS anyway. I've I've always thought that the little period details, those those little touches were really, really nice and, and the size of it too. It's it it's looks right. Still, yeah. For, for, again, I'm not familiar with this box because I haven't watched it. I don't know it. So to me, when I when I saw that, um, for a minute I thought, oh, they've built it because I wasn't expecting them to have built a new TARDIS yet. And then I realised, oh, it's the one they've must have used recently. Um, and it it doesn't it doesn't harm, does it? I mean, it, it's there. It's there. Yeah. I mean, use it. It's a nice looking box. Well. Were you surprised as this by this as well, Charlotte, to see the Jodie Whittaker era TARDIS in these in these location shots from today? I was when I first saw the pictures, because in my head I was like, "Oh, they've destroyed her TARDIS," but then my <sighs> brain sort of kicked in and said, "No, they've destroyed the inside." So it would make yeah. sense that they had the outside left. And I do agree with what JT was saying. It, it makes sense if it's there. It and I also think. I don't. We've got shooty coming up, 
and he'll have his own TARDIS. He'll have his own design. Definitely. And I don't think they'll want to use that for the 60th. I think they want... So I almost think the TARDIS needs, is almost in like a hang, like a carryover state that we've got a Doctor coming and they don't want to reveal his, but we but we need a TARDIS for the 60th. <laughs> so it's like, how do they fix it? And it, maybe the solution is to use Jodie's outside. And, and we know for some... a fact, Charlotte, that the interior TARDIS set, that no longer exists. So there's no danger of that monstrosity polluting yes. the, the uh, 60th anniversary episode. <laughs> You can all heave a sigh of relief there. <laughs> it'd be, yeah, very, it'd be very unusual to get an inside of the TARDIS anyway, he says, going into fan elements, um, because we know that it's it's in storage, but it was hacked slightly to fit inside the experience in Cardiff. Oh, really? um, yeah. So we, it, it, don't be surprised if we don't get anything, or if we get something done on virtual screens. Yeah, but also it could be maybe with the storyline, maybe the TARDIS is going to be like a mixture of TARDISes. Do you know, like we've had sort of at the experience before and other things that sort of thing of the universe something's happening or something's causing the TARDIS to split or to become oh, this the, sort the of desktop glitching in yeah. of the Doctor oh yeah yeah that sort of idea I wouldn't be surprised if maybe we're having that idea with the TARDIS again to sort could of be, make sense be. of it we've got some video to to look at too here of uh, everything that's going on down in Camden Camden Market's closed for two days whilst, they, whilst they're filming Doctor Who. Location filming is underway with numerous actors. Of course, Catherine Tate. It's a bit salacious, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Catherine Tate and David Tennant back. You do wonder. You have to have to think, well, if they're back, are some of the supporting cast going to be back? And some of the video that, that uh, people have taken does indeed seem to show that at least one other cast member is there back is present and bernard cribbins is returning Ooh. clearly as, as Wilfred there. he's he's uh, seen to be in a wheelchair being being talked talked to by the doctor and donan being pushed in and outside of the tardis so yeah that is unmistakably bernard cribbins that we're seeing there maybe because wilf is a popular character and russell knows that it's nice to see him obviously i'm now beginning to think it's set further on you know, he, he's, he's older, they're all older. He's in a, yeah, yeah, so it's it's going to be interesting. Um, and when you all watch the next episode, which goes out in November, let me know what happens at the end. Well, I thought you were going to watch that just to see the uh, inevitable no, painful. No, I've, I've come this far without seeing it. I don't think I'm going to put myself through <laughs> looking at somebody who can't act. I mean, like, if you've gone this far without seeing any of the Jodie ones, don't start now. It, it's no, like, it's, not, it's not really worth it. It's going to be the worst one, okay? Just, it, don't. It, we've had time to acclimatise ourselves in the complete awfulness that is Jodie. You going in straight, I don't know. I, I don't know where uh, anybody <laughs> could take it. You know, the, I avoided it. Uh, I did pretty well, too. I mean, if we consider that... David Tennant and Catherine Tate are national treasures. What does that make Bernard Cribb in Charlotte? Showbiz royalty. <laughs> oh, think... it, it makes him the most One of the last. I think, granddad yeah. now at this stage in the country. And it's, and it's nation's so lovely. Granddad. Yeah, I think he's definitely got that sort of nation's granddad vibe. But it will be interesting also, considering where the where he left with, with Tennant's doctor, that the Tennant's doctor sacrificed himself. A lot of history there, isn't there? A lot of angst. So, yeah, so that history playing out would be interesting. 
I'm surprised there's not been a release about him yet. Maybe that'll come in the next few days, some sort of official press release. But yeah, Bernard Cribbins, of course, originally appeared as uh, Tom Campbell back in the second of the two Dalek movies back in 1966 and then returned to Doctor Who proper, didn't he, in the uh, in 2007, wasn't it? That was the Voyage of the Damned special that, uh, that starred Kylie Minogue. He was in that and then uh, the, the entirety of, of Series 4 pretty much alongside Catherine Tate. And, and Jacqueline King, who played Donna's mum, didn't she? So you have to wonder, is, is she going to be back too? I, I, I'd say she probably will, but who knows? Who knows? I, I warmed to Sylvia because she, she went on her own out. You know, she wasn't as as warm as as Jackie was or some of the others, but she had, a, she had her own little journey and then she came... She came to like in the doctor, and you know, in in the end of the t- end of time, where she's, you know, she sees the planet in the sky, and she's begging the doctor, you know, please, you know, please save Donna, and and you know, a shouting at the air, you know, trying to <laughs> trying to ward Donna off. I just, yeah, just, another yeah, really well developed character that didn't get masses of screen time, did she, Sarah? But we know who um, she is. Yeah, Same with Wolf. We we know that character inside out. I, I, I really enjoy. I mean, they sing, you know, with the the paint gun and everything. They, they're such a they make such a lovely duo. Yeah, I yeah, think. I, I think I, that I, I wouldn't say no to coming back. It doesn't. It it doesn't seem right to have the two of them and not Sylvia in some respects, but we don't know how much screen time there's going to be. We still don't know which mm-hmm. format the 60th anniversary is going to take, whether it just will just be one special or it could be a few specials because since rumours first started about the special, JT, there's been lots of talk, hasn't there, about the format, about the fact that it could be multiple episodes of, of a something? Probably. I'm, I'm Personally, I'm, I'm not looking at it because I'm very happy to take whatever they want to give us because I haven't been invested in Doctor Who for six years, so I'm I'm very excited about a new uh, a new look Doctor Who coming. And as far as I could care, yeah, I care. They can reboot it from wherever they want to because um, it's it's new Doctor Who on the way back for me with the, one of the most arguably one of the most popular Doctors of the reboot version, uh, leading up to what I believe will be another incredibly popular Doctor. Um, so I'm I'm quite happy just to sit back and, and look and see what they want to do for the 60th. How about you, Rabbi? I mean, do you have do you have a wish list of things that you'd like to see, or is it just a case of yeah, you know, you're just along for the ride, and this is a massive relief? Wish list of things I'd like to see. Oh, and yeah, I'd like to be somewhat surprised. Mm. Uh, um, <laughs> I say it's a, a massive relief. It's not right because there's still. Uh, uh, well, I'm hoping it's going to be good, right? I'm hoping they're not it like. I'm hoping it's not going to have the same, uh, uh, you know, insanity that's really driven Chris Chibnall. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if if Russell has that, he has still has a you know high writing talent, right? But I, it's uh, and I think it's going to be good, right? But there's still a general bit of nervousness from fandom, uh, especially if it, about them using identity as a cudgel, which they, which it has, which which it has been. So, uh, I suppose with this particular episode, though, as long as it has that sense of occasion, as long as it maintains, I mean, it's, if it, it's not, we're only in May. It's still over six months until the, we're even in the anniversary year, and right. we're starting to see the the hype kind of build. 
And okay, yeah, a lot of it is due to practicalities of filming outdoors. I dare say that they would have much preferred to hold this back for a few months. Yeah, but probably. The fact is they it, they have to sort of breadcrumb us well, all of this. I mean, it's the lesser of the two evils. The fact that they're filming so quickly shows you there's a lot they got coming. They've got to get a lot in the can. Right. It could but, also be schedules, though. I mean, De Tennant is a very busy actor. We know he's doing that around the world in 80 days thing. Right. And, and Catherine's also doing something else. So it could be schedules. But again, it's because we don't know what else is coming up. And they have to get in the next series with Shooty. Uh, and, yeah. you know, that could be a nine or 10 month shoot if they're going for the 14 episode format, which it looks likely they will be. The 14 episode format. I think that we. We would all like as much Doctor Who as is as it's physically possible for them to make because it has, hasn't it, Matt? I mean, for you, it's been a gap of like four or five years since you've watched it regularly. Well, and, and you, JT. So I, who knows? I, I suppose they'll, they'll make take it known anything in now. Due course, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And of course, you do have to wonder. We've had those announcements pretty fast. Who, who could be next? How much? How much are we going to see this? These icons, these emojis, are they going to reappear? And who is going to be next of the old faces? Do you think it could Christopher Eccleston, Peter Capaldi, Paul McGann and Matt Smith? Obviously, they're very much at the forefront of my mind. Who's going to be in? Who's going to be out? Peter Capaldi's barely mentioned Doctor Who until very, very recently. For the last 18 months, two years, while he's been making other movies and TV shows, he's been on the stage. Uh, Matt Smith, we all saw quite recently when he was out promoting a film that he was in, Morbius, for Sony, someone asked him about Doctor Who and, and the little elf, his face just lit up at the thought of it. Paul McGann loves being the Doctor now, despite how he felt about it 25 years ago. He's very much in the thick of, of Doctor Who culture and the Doctor Who family and conventions and the audio work in particular. And then you've got Chris Eccleston, who just, he does his Chris Eccleston thing and he says his things. He kind of says one thing and then does another. But he has even he hasn't ruled out appearing on screen again. Now that's the latest from Chris that you would get him. We could potentially get him back on screen, but his stipulation was that he it would just be him on his own rather than working with other doctors. So who knows, JT? You know, the format of this, whatever they're doing, any of those men, I believe, could take part in this special. We don't know. And this is speculation, and this is—I'm not going to—I'm not going to go down that route because I'm quite happy to 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 trust uh, the production team to give me the information they want to give when they want it, and I'm just going to look yeah. forward now to sitting down on November the 23rd or whatever, and I'm and looking at the work that they're putting in. So I'm I'm not in for speculation at all. I'm just going to wait until I, I've got facts. I think that the I, 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 phrase that's, a phrase that jumps to my mind, Sarah, a phrase that jumps to my mind is more once more. Immediately as this was all released, I say within a few hours, Peter Capaldi started trending. Matt Smith started trending on, on places like, like Twitter, on Instagram, lots of activity around those guys. It, it's kind of human nature i suppose that you know we've, we've got david tennant back arguably the the most popular doctor on home soil but more more once more are you along similar lines to jt you'll just take whatever they give us when they give it to us a little bit about me i i, I enjoy speculating um you know i did make quite a funny wish list earlier on twitter and i was just like you know what just just bring them all back oh <laughs> uh, I think it's because we've, we've been spoiled with these multi-doctor stories that I think we automatically just expect 
that that's oh, yeah. what we're going to get. And, you know, it, it could Absolutely. be... From 1973 on. Yeah. Um, uh, the way the, how Matt Smith has been in recent interviews, the fact, I think if schedules allowed, he would be back in a heartbeat. And I think, yeah, I agree. you know, the excitement we've already got from Tennant, if Smith is you know, announced as well, even, you know, even if it's just a supporting role, I think the internet will break again. Just, again, just for that, you know, the general public and the overseas audience. I think the other three doctors, I'd personally, I'd love it. I, I, I think there's some are more likely than others. But I think for the fans, I think McGann should... Yeah. Be in a, you know, a, I know he was in the night of the doctor, but he needs to be in his own special. Yeah, Paul McGann is still. It was, in, it was right, 25 right. years ago. 25 years ago tonight. Let's move on. Jesus. Paul McGann is fiercely. Paul McGann is fiercely popular, as popular as he's ever been. I'd say. What do you think, Rabbi? Um. Well, I, I, it all depends what, what Russell wants to do. I mean, yeah. I, 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 that's really what it's down to. I, I have no idea, right? Jim, <laughs> I, I know it's got David Tennant in it and uh, uh, Catherine Tate and uh, 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 Bernard Cribbins. I know he's, he's cast duty. I know. Isn't that exciting, been... though, Rabbi? Isn't that exciting that we don't know? Uh, yeah, no, and that's the way it should be. I was yeah. going to say that 100% uh, the way yeah. it should be. I'm sorry, I'm I'm kind of like on low energy because it's like 11:30s for me. So I'm uh, 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 I'm I'm gonna have to bow, bow out because I'm, I'm really falling asleep on my feet. Uh, well, thanks for joining us, Rabbi. It's been, it's been a blast as always to get your thoughts thoughts on it. Hope to have you back on Type 40 again soon. Take care. Bye 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 bye. Yes. So obviously, looking at the new series, Doctors, the the newer generation of Doctors, you do wonder: is it possible that any of the the classic Doctors could also make some sort of appearance, some well, they, sort of contribution? Even they if pulled it's it just off in the fiftieth, didn't they? Which is ten years ago next year. Can you imagine? Ten years ago next oh, year, the, the day of the Doctor. But they put they pulled it off in that one. Um, it, but as Rabbi was saying, it depends. I mean, as fans, we've got to look at a bigger picture, whether you like it or not. The show has to be rebooted because the public aren't watching it. And that's the important thing in its 60th year. Yes, it's got to honor the fact the show is 60, but it's got to bring back the public. Otherwise, it's not going to move forward. And it also has to bring in the new wave of new generations that some of the casting is going to inevitably do as they tune in. And, and that's the responsibility that the likes of Russell has writing this thing, because when the casual viewers uh, come in to do it, he has to grab them so they want to come back. That's so important. Yeah. So it's not really... It's not feasible, is it, to load it up with too many? Even, this, even isn't for, this isn't for fans, although it has nah. to be for fans. It's no, not for fans. It's got to be nah. for the bigger picture. Yeah. No, we're very, very fortunate. We belong in the tooth now, you know? We're, just we're very fortunate to have Tom Baker, Peter Davison, Colin Baker and Sylvester McCoy still with us, still active, still recording for Big Finish and still attending conventions and, and taking part in events when they can. But yeah, I, I have to agree with you. I think this does have to be a big audience audience grab. And hopefully those gentlemen will be involved in the 60th anniversary somewhere on the line. Oh, I'm sure they will. I mean, they're sure they will. It's their anniversary as well, isn't it? But again, mm -hmm. this has to lead up to a brand new version of the show with Shooty. And he's our main man. He's our leading man right now. Yes, it's okay that we've got David back and goodness knows what else they've got planned coming up to, to do that. But Shooty's the main man right now, and it has to build to introducing him to an audience 
that are very wary, including fandom. You know, we're all a bit tired, except for me, because I haven't seen the last few years. I'm up for it. I'm really going, bring it on, bring it on. But It, it is lovely to see you so hyped. It really is. And yeah, this does obviously, it kind of springboards off the announcement last week that I think, you know, most of fandom has received the casting of Shooty Gatwa really quite well. And uh, you know, one of the oh, things that caught people's you. imaginations was Georgia, Georgia Tennant's tweet about it, where she uh, she saw that Shooty had been cast as a doctor, retweeted the official accounts press release there with the accompanied by the two words the simple two words hello dad <laughs> and with this with this with this brand new release about david Tennant coming back yes she did reference that and said uh, simply <laughs> i am very not saying it so again people probably best it, not to be this is part <laughs> of uh, we've talked a little about the family feel of Doctor Who, and the fact the warmth and the coziness is uh, is kind of coming back almost instantaneously, Charlotte. And when you see somebody like Georgia Tennant involved in it too, it just feels like we're all part of one big community again. Well, it's just lovely to have something to talk about. I think that's what it mm. is. It's been, you've had either people not interested in it, you've had for the last five years, you've had people scared to death to say anything about it. Yeah, and then you've you've had the activists, and now it's just lovely to have general fans and like people who were involved in the past without any of that baggage, being able yep. just yes. to talk and just to interact again. And I think that's why it's really clever that they are doing like the clues, like they did earlier with the diamonds and everything. It's a really, and that's what I'm seeing again: interaction. Yes, which the previous Absolutely. production felt so distant at times. And Russell's only been back, it feels like, for the last couple of weeks, because we've had announcements. And we've already got interaction. Well, and it, it seems that they so were hiding, didn't it? They were too scared. They were hiding behind some sort of corner that they were, you yeah. know, they just didn't want to interact yeah, with anybody because they were like, oh, and here, here this is, we're going to change this idea and this is, and then they'd run around the corner and not say anything, you know? It's a lack it of just, confidence. There was no interaction, your, nothing. It's a lack no. of confidence in your prod, in your entire product, in your production, that mm. creates that kind of culture. They can say what they like about. Oh, we're trying not to spoil it for you. We like we like to give you surprises, but they never deliver surprises. So what it really is that they they're not confident in their in their own product. Russell is fiercely confident in this, isn't he, JT? Yeah, and I was gonna—I totally agree with you. Uh, it's not just Russell, though. Please, we've got to remember that there's Julie, there's Phil, there's Jane, there's the whole team in there. There's a lot of people coming back from that era mm -hmm. as well. All of whom that know this show, know this product, and know how to They're do professionals, it. Professionals, aren't they? Well, that's it. The adults are back, uh, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. And and what they're doing is they've got a plan, and it's a proper marketing plan. You know, to start things by doing an emoji. Um, <laughs> It's a stroke of genius, really, because it's the on the ball. Thing. Yeah, it's so simple. It is genius. But talking about those those faces and those names, Danny Hargreaves has, has announced that he's definitely back. This is a, a, as official as you can get. Danny Hargreaves is the uh, the owner of Real SFX, who are now, I mean, he started on Doctor Who, didn't he, creating the, the visual effects for Doctor Who? He's the guy mm -hmm. that, that people like David Tennant are seen complaining about on Doctor Who Confidential for, yeah. for 
the explosion is always being louder and and bigger than they than they're told they would be while they're filming the thing. But Danny Hargreaves has been no. <laughs> yeah, Danny Hargreaves has been tremendously successful since uh, since he parted company with the show just a couple of years ago. He's recently been working on the uh, the latest Expendables movie with Sylvester Stallone and Jason Statham. Oh, but he's wow. tweeted out as well. Fantastic news! The team are back together. My team at Real SFX and I will be joining them to continue our journey for their 18th for the 18th year as special effects supervisor Doctor Who. I'm incredibly excited for what's to come and he's added there an at save Doctor Who confidential. So so Danny obviously because he was a big star of that show, he wants he them to bring back that yeah, supporting so show that used to air on BBC3. Maybe we'll get some version of that on the YouTube channel. I don't think it'll be BBC3. Now. I think of, yeah, I think it'll be on the YouTube channel. I think I, I think that's what the market that, is now because the lot- that they could put on TikTok. Just like you know, like the little. But they can put teasers on TikTok because, as we all know, it's very short, and also yeah. there's a lot of weirdos on TikTok anyway. But if they, if they really glammed up the YouTube channel, um, yeah. and with the amount of young people that are on YouTube, uh, YouTube mm-hmm. as well, uh, and then you know, my generation are all, uh, a lot of us are on YouTube now because it's the only place mm-hmm. we can really interact with people now. Um, I think you know, if they did behind the scenes features on the YouTube channel, I think that would be a great bit of marketing for them because again, it's going to drive people to the channel. It's going to get them looking at previous shows, previous doctors, previous adventures, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, as well as those lovely, tiny, specially filmed, you know, specially filmed things, um, which mm-hmm. are always unique, aren't they? They're always special when you know this is just for this element, this this mm-hmm. this platform. I I'd say that when you consider that Danny Hargreaves is back. Mm-hmm. When you put that together with Neil Gorton, mm-hmm. and Bang. you also get, yeah, it's 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 dynamite. It's it's dynamite, quite literally in Danny's case. But you get incredibly confident in what they're going to deliver. And we've just seen today, obviously, because they've been out on location filming. We know who the director is for this special. Rachel yeah. Talalay is back. I'm so director, happy about this. <laughs> a director more associated with the Stephen Moffat era, arguably Sarah. But you know, which mm. episodes did she direct? Remind remind people of a few of the crackers. She- she did Heaven Sent, which is probably one of the finest episodes of all time. She did um, The Doctor Falls, and she did Twice Upon a Time. I think there was a couple more as well, but there. And what's brilliant about Rachel is she's just an amazing director. You know, the angles she uses, the lighting. She was the one who gave us that beautiful, you know, uplighting on the TARDIS floor, if you remember when Peter was... Uh, dying um, and regenerating and she's incredibly talented and again it feels like you know the adults are back like JT would say we've we've got talent again and that's that's the key isn't it because she must have forgot because I don't know if people know this but directors are often interviewed and the, this this next version of Doctor Who will look and feel different. We've discussed that on these shows before. And she must have got what they were telling her and certainly what Russell wanted to feel like um, to be to be given that that role. So, again, it's another element of the bit to be excited about to see, well, how's that going to come through? How, how does it yeah. all come together? That's what I've been wanting it to be, a bit different than the last, you know, the last uh, era that, you know, RTD was there, you know? I, I don't want it to look the same. It won't be the same. Its, it really you know, won't. I mean, if you look I, how I, everything's changed, it won't be this. And he has changed. If you if you compare It's a Sim, for example, to something like Bob and Rose, 
there's no comparison or the, even the second mm -hmm. coming or anything yeah. like he's done before it's completely different because he's evolved as a writer as well and he's you know i think he's going to look at this and go it's got to be different again because it's got to capture people well the only I one they haven't so. announced yet is murray gold coming back so you know oh you never you know think that's a possibility yeah i i think that he is clearly the missing piece of the puzzle now charlotte murray gold what do you think I think definitely for the 60th, he's the missing piece because yeah. it's been so many familiar names, familiar name, familiar name. Mm. And, I, and, I, and I think, honestly, it would be interesting to see what Murray would do now because he was, he was on it for so long and we got so mm. used to his music. And then he's it feels like he's break. only just gone. Despite yeah. what I say about this era, I think, I think Murray Gold's music in, in Series 4 was, was some of his best. You know, so I, I I look forward to if if he does come back, you know, it, it to bring that back. It was, it was the heartbeat. Yeah. It was the heartbeat of the show. You know, all the the musical beats, the themes. Everybody had a theme. You know, you invoke the you know the memories, just a little seed, and maybe you know a slower version of a particular theme it can make so it's... much difference. So I think for the sake for the sixtieth to not have a version of 10 you know it might not be the old singing old dancing version that mm. we used to it could be a darker version it could be a slower version but i think to not have certain beats to follow on i think it would feel strange and well, see that, has sorry, also... that's where i'm going to disagree with you because i think mm -hmm. that's essential because it's a brand new version it's the all new who mm -hmm. that's on the way but i have new energy and it's got to have that and there is mm -hmm. so much talent out there now and, um, you know, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Murray was asked if he, even if he would turn it down. Uh, but, you know, there'd, there'd be a case of I don't think there should be any reminder of 2005 to 2008 or nine or whatever. I think it should be brand new. I'd, I'd love to, to get somebody else is sound on this. But the brilliant thing about Murray, of course, he was, was marketable. And they're going to want to be able to do that. They will, they will want to do the tours. They will want to do the concerts. They will want to do all that sort of stuff. They will want to sell albums. Um, so it's going to be exciting. Well, they were again, big, weren't they? They were huge over there, weren't they? Huge. They, huge. they came they here massive. as well. They, they actually came over here a few and times. Although Murray was on Doctor Who for a very long time, you know, he, he has always worked on other shows at the same time. I, I can't quite remember what he's done since, but I know he's gone on to other big drama shows. In fact, I think he's worked almost exclusively in the states like uh, mm. on series four mm. big streaming platforms but i'm i'm sure that he would come back and and whilst i see what you mean jt and i and i do want this to sound slightly differently i think that he in the same way that danny hargreaves has moved on to film and will all, almost certainly bring a, a a raised game back to doctor who from that experience that he's gained through sort of spreading his wings and and building up real SFX in the way that he has, maybe the same could be said of Murray Gold too, and maybe that time away from the show would mean that he could come back with a, with a yes. twist on, well, well, on it, things it that were familiar. It yeah. would have to, wouldn't it? Because the scripts will undoubtedly be different. The production style will be undoubtedly different. This is mm -hmm. the all new who. Um, so I think whoever's going to have to do that orchestration will be guided and, and advised, obviously. But again, we have to wait and see. We shall see. We shall see. Mm -hmm. We do have. There was one image that you actually sent this to me, JT. There was an image mm -hmm. that we have of, of Bad Wolf Bay, with the Doctor Who location from most notably the 2006 
finale from the, the heart-wrenching doomsday finale with the Doctor and Rose on, on the beach. But it's been a Doctor Who location several times over, hasn't it? There's a little bit of graffiti that's been sprayed on that location on the ramp that leads down, leads down to the beach. But where where has this image come from? And is this something that's official in any, any way? Or was it some uh, was it a member of the public that had taken this picture? What do you know about it? No, it was, it was from Bad Wolf. Um, oh. They put this out, and it just it just landed a couple of weeks ago, and I just thought it was quite um, interesting that they'd actually just sort of done that just before all this was, you know, because the next thing that happened, mm. we've got um, Shooty as the Doctor, and now we are where we are with it, mm. um, and I didn't know, I didn't know how to take it, I didn't know if this was something like an announcement or a hint or just them saying, look, here we are at the beach having a lovely I day. I think it's a clue. I still think it's that parallel Earth. I'm sorry. Well. If this has been tweeted out by Bad Wolf, I don't think that it's a. Um, I don't think that it's a nothing. Shall it, we it say? It must be part of the marketing plan. As I said, you know they've got they have a, they've, th they've thought about this. You know exactly what they're doing. Um, as long as the press don't get involved, um, they've adapted very quickly to having to do things a little bit earlier than what they were. Hmm. Yeah, obviously revisiting revisiting the Donna storyline is one thing. But hearkening back to another iconic Doctor Who moment that had the had the nation kind of bawling their eyes out, really. Everybody was talking about that finale too. Doctor Who mm -hmm. was that popular. It could be it could be a gamble, but I it's a very confident swing again. And you have to think they know what they're doing, Sarah. Again, you know nothing's released by accident. I don't believe you know not with this company. So um yeah, yeah, they've got some surprises up their sleeves. It's yeah. it's very exciting to me, you know, coming to fandom through New Hope to have, you know, suddenly the, these pivotal moments, you know, we've got Doomsday and, you know, the stolen Earth journey's end and all that. And, it, yeah, it's just, I've just got a really good feeling about it. it, it it's You don't hope... Uh, but you know, after everything that's happened these past few years, you just, you know what? I'm just going to enjoy this moment. I'm just going to enjoy the next few months and see what happens because it hasn't been fun being a fan yeah. of the show. I'm, I'm seeing fans yeah. saying that a lot. You know, oh, we've, uh, you know, and I think I might have said it on one of the shows. You know, it's understandable, but you know, it's time to cut the cord now. That era is gone. It's over. It's yeah. finished. Move mm -hmm. on, because you know you can't keep saying oh, we've just been through this and that over the past five years, and oh, it's, it hurts, it hurts. It's television. You could have switched it off. So, you know, uh, look it's forward now. You know, just, just move move forward with it. And they're starting again, and it's very obvious that both BBC Studios and Bad Wolf have heard what the fans have said and what the, the public have done, and they're reacting to that, and they're trying now to hopefully get this back through. So I would just say just listen to the announcements and just enjoy the moment now and, and, mm -hmm. and just... You know, it doesn't matter about what, what's just gone on in the last few years. It doesn't matter. Well said, JT. Well said. So, yeah, let's uh, just to reaffirm this, David Tennant oh. and Catherine Tate, they're back. One of the most loved pairings in Doctor Who history have reunited and are filming scenes that are due to air in 2023 to coincide with the show's 60th anniversary celebrations. Pretty specific, but in some ways pretty vague that's the press release the official press release from bad wolf about what's to come our first nugget of the diamond anniversary celebration who knows how much there's going to be who who knows who it's going to involve i can't wait to find out 
and we'll be here for every announcement along the way with you guys. Let's have a look and see what they're saying over in the chat on YouTube and Facebook about all this stuff that we've been talking about, Sean. Yeah, so yeah, again, thank you everybody who's been watching and listening along. Good to see so many of our friends there. They're talk talking amongst themselves and talking about yep. what we're rambling on about here too. Uh, Alan Collins says, all this released information makes me feel very confident about the future of Doctor Who. Peter Harrington says he's called he's called Doctor, you Muppet, Fab Lion. Got a great memory. I can't remember what which which is that from? Which episode is that from? No idea. No, me neither. PD Rich speculates they've been on Pete's world the whole time. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> they have. Maybe <laughs> they have. Robert Payne specifies well, that's Dunraven Bay. Bad Wolf Bay is really Dunraven Bay, Matt. It's one of that's the right. beaches that's local to yeah. Robert Payne. I didn't, I didn't know that. All right, all right, completely forgot. Mm. Be You're right. You've got better weather. They've gone meta, says Jamie Knight. Yeah, yeah, they have. And Carol Jude. Carol Jude's gone all of a quiver. She just says, "Ooh, ooh, I'm not going to read that out. That sounds obscene." But I, yeah, I know. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> uh, Raymond Williams says that Murray can easily create new music. Yeah, mm. he can. He's a professional. He's very uh, well, yeah. sought after. Especially yeah, you're right, JT. Because he's had a break good. as well. You know, he's coming back to it like Russell T. Well, I hope he yeah. is. We'll see. Liam Neeson's chin says, I love watching those prom specials on the Blu rays. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Special days, about. special times, though, you were. They were. Uh, uh, what else have we got here? Brand new after the 60th. Yeah, well, this is it. The brand, brand new, the all new is on the way. And Liam Neeson's chin again says, I kid you not, Murray Gold's Doctor Who themes are enough to make a grown man cry. <laughs> Video Game Closet says, uh, ask Peter Capaldi says, yes, said yes or no yet. We don't know. Video I game. Know the BBC it. burnt him, but Russell T. Davis and Bad Wolf. No, they're they're not the BBC. And That's time funny. time heals. You know, we hear a lot of lot of speculation about that, and we we don't know. So so who who's to say? Uh, Heather Sulu. Hi, Heather. She says I might be one of the few people that does like the latest version of the theme tune, coupled with the credit sequence. I don't dislike that either. Come, come to think of it, Heather. Never and seen it. Daniel no, Leach said Russell T. Davis has okay. matured. I think this will be good. Good to see you there, there, Daniel. Okay, yeah, thank you to everybody who's been watching and listening along. We've got a one more thing before we go, just one more story that broke before we came on for the show. We're going to talk about that very, very briefly. But, yeah, thank you to everybody who's been here. We'll speak to you all again in a moment. Yeah, so everything old is, is sort of new again or, or near us. And as exciting as it is to see people like Bernard Cribbins back on Doctor <laughs> Who, I, absolutely, absolutely delightful. As exciting as all that is, there's going to be, even even the 60th anniversary episode of the show is going to, obviously, hopefully, be full of, of the new, of new spectacles, new sights. And because it's Russell T. Davis, new characters for us to connect with, meet for the first time, and hopefully they'll become integral parts 
of the adventure and really make this this 60th anniversary episode something special. So they've announced just this evening a brand new character that's going to be in the supporting cast. And I've got a statement from Russell about that too. Yes, so this is... uh, Fun enough, JT, the last time we spoke, you mentioned a program that's massive on, on Netflix yeah. at the moment called Heartstopper. And yeah. they've just announced today, as we were about to go live, that an actress called Yasmin Finney is playing Ooh. a character called Rose in, in the cast of this as yet unnamed 60th anniversary. So who is Yasmin Finney, JT? What, where have you seen her and where do you think this could go? Well, yeah, I mean, Yasmin is um, playing Elle in Heartstopper, which is on Netflix. Now, Heartstopper is a huge, it's a phenomenon. It's massive. It's a series of gra- uh, graphic novels uh, that was uh, from over here in Britain, um, which have been very popular for the last few years with uh, the Younguns. And uh, it, um, it's been taken onto Netflix. It's a very fluffy, cozy romance, and it's very sweet. I've watched it half a dozen times. I think it's lovely. It's got the, one of the best soundtracks in the world. It's just the great stuff. The actors that are in it, which includes Yasmin, are very good. They are superb. And I mentioned on one of our reaction shows that, uh, you know, it was it was obvious that Russell was going to tune into this to see what okay. was coming next, um, <laughs> as he would have I done with Meg. I never heard of Heartstopper until you told me about it last week. Uh, she's one of the main characters that you uh, travel through the episodes with as these youngsters come of age. And it's about romances in schools and traumas that young people may go through and a little bit of picking on there, a little bit of bullying in there. And, all that. and as I say, this I, I think I might be right. And Yasmin, if I'm not right, I'm sorry. Uh, but this might have been a breakthrough for her as well as some of the other youngsters that are in the show. And um, mm-hmm. I, I was waiting. At this, one of the reasons I've mentioned Heartstopper on this show before is because at some point I was expecting somebody from Heartstopper to turn up in Doctor Who in some capacity because I just knew that Russell would have fallen in love I'm, with it. It's an ensemble show in the same way that it's a sins ensemble show in the same way that sex education seems to be too. So it's very much of that of that ilk. Absolutely, and it's character-driven, and you actually do uh, uh, begin to understand these youngsters and what they're doing, and it's, it's basically, as I say, it's a very fluffy romance, and do you know what? I'm going to say there's absolutely nothing wrong with that in this day and age, in this very troubled world. Uh. You, I think you do need a little bit of fluffiness, and, and, and Heartstopper has, has given young people that fluffiness and that outlook and that coziness, and it's massive. So again, this is huge, because as soon as this broke... Uh, just a couple of hours ago now, Yasmin's fans and the Heartstopper fans, uh, exactly what happened a couple of weeks ago when it was announced that Shooty was coming in as the doctor. I was just going to say, it's, it feels very, very similar. It's like Groundhog Day yeah. with this, because obviously I'd it never is. heard of Yasmin Finney, Sarah. Apparently she was born in either 2003 or 2004. This story literally broke as we were about to come, come on air. Mm-hmm. An English actress and internet personality, whatever that is, are there such things? Obviously there mm-hmm. is. Uh, mm-hmm. Best known for the role as uh, L. Argent in Heartstopper. She's from Manchester. Uh, mm-hmm. Participated in a number of local theatre productions growing up. Heartstopper's her only credit. Uh, mm-hmm. She initially gained prominence through her videos on TikTok. We talked about this earlier on. People coming up through TikTok talking about yeah. her experience uh, being a, a black British transit, transgender teenager. And uh, at the age of 17, she was cast in Kel- as Kelsey, sorry, in the Billy Porter film, A What If. I have actually heard of that too. Yeah, but again, 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 her fan base, they're asking, what's Doctor Who? That is interesting. Fresh talent, a, a brand new character, the supporting cast of this 60th anniversary special. But if you call any character Rose, 
<laughs> doctor. Rose is a is a pretty common name. My nan was yeah. named Rose Charlotte. Yeah. But if you call a character in Doctor Who Rose, it does come with a certain amount of baggage, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about this? Oh, as as soon as I I heard Rose as the character's name, yeah. I was like, oh, Russell's doing something here. He's he. This is the this is the showrunner that used Bad Wolf throughout the whole of his first season yeah, to sort of have definitely. that arc. So he mm-hmm. he's deliberate. He picks names for a reason. And unless I've got this understanding wrong as well, I think she's playing Donna's daughter. Take, take that with a pinch. We don't know anything till it, it, it they either tell us or it's broadcast. I mean, right. we have had a Rosa in the show before, and it's one to be quite honest. It's one of R- Russell's favourite names, and he's and a Rosita. It, 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 like, he likes the way Rose sounds. It, we had Bob and Rose. There are Roses in some of his other dramas. If you want to go and pick mm-hmm. them out, and he knows what he's doing, Charlotte doesn't he? He's done that deliberately because yeah. look what it's done. It's we got do him have exposure. a quote here from Russell T Davies. Again, this was just released as we we're going live. Uh, life on Doctor Who gets brighter and wilder. How can there be another Rose? You'll find out in 2023. But it's an absolute joy to welcome Yasmin to the Doctor Who set. We all fell in love with her in Heartstopper, just like JT did. One of those shows which changes the world. Yasmin can change the universe. So, yet again, big swing from Russell. <laughs> Never one to undersell anything or anyone. That's just the first of uh, who knows how many people who are, are going to join the cast of the Doctor Who's 60th anniversary special. What do you think, Matt? Is that the kind of TV that you would watch Heartstopper? And, and what are your instincts there? Oh, well, it's not my cup of tea, Heartstopper. But um, other than that, I mean, I don't know. I mean, is this... So let me get this straight. Is that Yasmin lady? Is she... she, She's a transgender, is she? Yes. Wouldn't they have to um, recognise that in the actual show? If she's, If she Mm -hmm. might be... Well, if she's Donna's daughter. Well, we don't know that yet, but I'm just saying, though. Wouldn't they actually... Why? Why? She's an actress. Well, I think when it comes to... Obviously, obviously the name Rose... You put that together with any new character, any new actor, and this is, I say, Yasmin. It was, yeah, it was born in 2004. It looks like yeah, Sarah. Don't say that just, again, please. <laughs> just <laughs> as they were filming series yeah. one of Doctor, yeah. of yes. Doctor yeah. Who, yes, it does it make it me feel old. This is somebody who will have. I don't know if she was a Doctor Who fan growing up. I would, I would imagine. Uh, but then again. A baby when the tenant era was actually on screen. No, no I'm not going to even think about this. What, what, what do you think, Sarah? Where do you think this is going? Does this feed into the parallel universe angle, or it could what do, do you think? It could do. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I mean, you know, if she, she's playing a character called Rose, then it opens up all kinds of possibilities. You know, it could be a completely different character. It could be a version or a character. You just don't know. And this is like the playfulness of Russell coming out. I did kind of groan a bit at the transgender thing just because of what the media will make of it. I, I don't care. There have been transgender actors what, in Doctor yeah. before, haven't they? There was I was more yeah. interested what JT was saying about the character-driven stuff in Heartstopper. It is something I would watch. I love a bit of romance and fluff. I'm going to check this out. I love Heartstopper, not just because it's got cracking actors, it's written beautifully, it's produced, it's directed by one of uh, an ex-Doctor Who director, uh, it, but it's, mm. it's, it's, it's cuddly, and right now people do need a sort of bit of fluffiness and cuddliness and yeah. optimism and hope. And if I'd had something, yeah. as a gay man, if I'd had something like Heartstopper when I was a youngster, um, I don't think I would have gone through some of the hell I went through personally. Mm. 
this is all completely new to me. Since you mentioned rumours that this character could be Donna's daughter, thinking, oh, that that sounds actually it does sound quite feasible. Donna, with all these memories that she can't access, maybe they they're in her subconscious mind somewhere. The name Rose floating up. Maybe if she does have a daughter, maybe she would call her Rose because she just likes the name for some reason that she that she can't remember. She doesn't know. You know, it is very JT. It's very Russell T. Davies. I think you give us oh, oh, at me. Or he could just be writing another character called Rose, like he's done in practically every other he drama. I know, but it's fun to it's fun to speculate. I know, talk, talk about I bollocks, but I think it could. I think that could be somewhere. The only thing that makes me think it isn't is because I I think that obviously when we last saw Donna, she didn't have any children. We saw her getting married, and I suppose it depends on how old. The character of roses we know the actress is 19 maybe she's playing if she's playing 15 i suppose it's feasible charlotte what do you reckon i think there's some weird weird russell logic um as i refer to it there that it uh, russell logic that, yeah as in it doesn't really it doesn't really make sense but it can in in a bit it's odd and I, but i would it would be interesting even if like obviously it's a rumor we don't know but it did make me think Donna as a mother as a mother, that would be an interesting new way to show it's that Donna. development that you wanted from her, isn't it, Matt? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm still good. I look I still I still, still want to give her a chance. Oh, I really do. I mean yeah. she's quite attractive lady, let's just say that. She is a tra attractive lady. I just I never really got over that initial Maybe I need to rewatch the 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 show, but like, yeah, it just always irked me. I'm more than happy to have you know these two back. I really am. Again, this is just the first bit of casting we've had, uh, and we're going to get more of that. But we've got a long road. This thing isn't going to be broadcast until next year, and there's a long road and lots more stuff coming out because we've also got to be told about stuff that's going to happen during our new leading man's with Shooty's era. Um, and that's going to be coming shortly. I reckon that will be coming before Christmas because they seem to be on a roll now, getting this special out of the way. Um, and way. It, you know, it's exciting, isn't it? You know, um, really, you know, yeah. Very, and I can't wait to see how. Exciting. I mean, every actor in 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 the world will be clambering to get into Doctor Who for its 60th anniversary, and then to work with Shooty because he's a very popular um, mm -hmm. choice within the industry. So, um, gosh, we're going to get some talent queuing up. I think. Is hoping. Let's talk about clambering. Let's clamber back over to our comment section okay. and connect with with our viewers and listeners one last time and see what the, what their thoughts are about all this nonsense that I'm talking. Okay, let's see who's who's saying what. Curtis M underscore thirty six says I can't see Martha the rebound calling her first daughter Rose, or Mickey the second fiddle calling his daughter after. After the girl who broke his heart, so I think they're speculating here that it could, it, she could be Martha and Mickey's daughter. So it could be some link, more links to Doctor Who's past. Unknown two eight nine says Dan is the fourteenth Doctor. But this Dan or the Dan, or the Dan that John Bishop plays, I, I don't know. Oh, I'd forgotten about them. <laughs> Robert Payne says the rumours are going to drive me mad by 2023. Well, Robert, we're here for you, sir. We're here for you. We'll all go mad together. You've heard my ramblings. I'll keep you right, Robert. Don't worry. Ada McGear, he's seen a picture of what is supposedly a new logo that was uh, captured on set on the clapperboard. Oh, they have all sorts of thing on things on clapperboards, don't they, JT? Things, yeah. they, they often scribble them themselves, don't they? Well, yeah, we won't have seen some things, but we won't go down. <laughs> 
<laughs> Carol Jew said, it's more like a big ball of wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff. Oh, God, I hope they get rid of that crap. <laughs> I can guarantee that's going to be said. And do you think there'll be an Al on Z, Sarah? What do you reckon of that? There'll that? be an Al on Z. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Well, it depends on his characterization. Ian David Dears is watching mm -hmm. in the chat. Yo, mate, he says, I hope the new doctor eats Cornettos, just the way that Tom Baker Mega has Geek, his I've heard that that's actually a fact, and he has a packet of them in his pocket. Because oh, his it's... pocket is bigger on the inside, because... Hey, and colder on the and inside. refrigerated. Terry Cooper, he's the one who's put that rumour out there. Rose Jones, the daughter of Martha, maybe. Maybe. Rose Jones has a nice ring to it, doesn't it? You know, oh Rose Jones could be an adopted daughter of Joe Grant. I'm going to put that one out there. Yeah. Sounds like a brand of pottery that Joe they Jones. talk about on, on, on Car Boot Sale Challenge or whatever it is. You know, you've, you've got some a nice example of some Rose Jones there. You can take it to auction and expect to get uh, £49.86. <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> it's getting late. Just go with it. Just go well, with could it. could be a nice hand um, lotion, Rose Jones. <laughs> <It'd be lovely. laughs> yeah, and uh, Daniel Leach offers what, just whatever, but no hanky-panky in the TARDIS. Absolutely, Daniel. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's going to happen. <laughs> I don't think it's going to have time. It, from what Russell's building this up to be, it looks like it's going to have to be a real action-packed battle yeah. for the universe here. I don't think they're going to have time for any of that nonsense. No, lovey-dovey. Nope. I think, I, think something, I, I think something huge is at stake here. I think Dan mm. might have been on the right lines, but again, who knows? We'll, we'll have to wait and see. Thank you to everybody who's dropped us a comment in the chat, live on Facebook and YouTube. Keep them coming in the, uh, the video track on the Facebook YouTube channel. Have a think about all of this nonsense. Put it through the old computer there. Put it through the old Matrix data bank and let us know in the comment section what you think about all of this, about the new supporting character, about the return of Catherine Tate and David Tennant, about the return of Wilf, for example, about Rachel Talalay, the consumer director, the safe pair of hands coming back to the show, about Danny Hargreaves too, and about Murray Gold. Could, is Murray Gold, is he the missing piece of the puzzle that I think he is? Bring back Murray Gold. I've been a bit lukewarm to it, but now everybody else is back. I think it would kind of be rude not to. Let us know what you think in the <laughs> comment section. True. Just keep it coming. Keep watching and keep liking, keep subscribing. We do appreciate every subscriber that we get. Yeah, that's the old girl starting up and calling time on another Type 40, a Doctor Who podcast. I'll be back with another one soon enough. Look out for that wherever you found this. It could have been on the dedicated home feed for Type 40, type40.podbean.com. Maybe it was on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Podbay, Audible, Google Play. You get the picture. We're absolutely everywhere. You can get us in your ears on the podcatcher of your choice. You could also hear us too on the fabulous fandom podcast network's own master feed as always that's loaded up with so many treats for your ears not just weekly but daily star wars star trek general pop culture you name it it's on the fandom podcast network so take a trip over to them and find out more about all of that why not reach out to us through our social media instagram or twitter at type 40 doctor who or this type 40 doctor who at gmail.com and if you're feeling really brave and fancy some real time extra dimensional chit chat head over to the type 40 facebook group full of regeneration upon regeneration of doctor who fans talking about classic doctor who new doctor who and speculating about all new doctor who that bad wolf are going to bring us in the well i say the not too distant future it's slightly too far away for comfort really isn't it i'm gonna to go to bed and get up a few times between now and then but hey i'm sure it'll be here it'll be a long 
in due course. You can catch up with me on Twitter and Instagram too as the Spacebook, where I'm geeking out about all things inside and outside of the TARDIS in TV, movies, comic books, and just general everyday life too. So you can find me there. Sarah, where can people find you on social media now? Uh, you can find me on Twitter. I am back there. And it's starry-eyed who... Oh, look at that. Yeah, anyone think this was planned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and don't forget to uh, go and follow us on Twitter too, as Type 40 Doctor Who podcast at Type 40 Doctor Who. How about you, Charlotte? Where can people hear more from you? Well, when technology actually works for me, that'd be nice. You can hear me and see me on Type 40 live and the podcasts. There you go. How about you, Matt? Remind us what your YouTube channel's called again. Uh, it, well, it's Matt Pot, the the name of the YouTube channel. So, um, but uh, I have a show called The Naughty Boy, and um, I've just recently done a video on the uh, latest um, casting of the Doctor. Head over to the. And Naughty I'm very Boy. positive, gonna... by the way, on that one. <laughs> <laughs> No, you haven't been too miserable this time. Yeah, we'll make sure there's links to all of this in the show notes and the description of the video too. Please. Yeah, that wraps us up for this show. Who knows? Just like just like you said, who knows what's coming next and how long it's going to be before we get another press release of some sort. You can count on us here at Type 40 and Type 40 Live. We'll be all over it as soon as is physically and mentally possible. I kind of hope Russell T. Davis gives us a couple of weeks of downtime now, I think, for us to run this all all through the computer and work out what we make with JT Shaker. So. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. But watch, out for the, watch out for the, um, the emojis, everybody. That's the warning. Yes. Yeah, keep stay stay tuned as J as uh, JNT used to say. But we to, yeah. always have the time if you have the space here at Type Forty. Who knows what's coming next? What or who? We'll be back as soon as the time streams allow to cover it all. But that's it for this time. We'll speak to you all again soon. Take care. Bye. 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 Bye.